This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we don't end the season? How the hell did that happen? Was it a sweep? Oh my God. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some coaching things. We'll talk about our NASCAR experience. We'll talk about some somber things that happened. And we'll talk to Law Richardson about some trade stuffs. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. What's up, gang? Scotty Waz here. How are you? Great. Thanks for asking. Uh, Johnny P's there. I am. How are you? Great. Thanks for asking. No problem. Uh, this is Face Off Hockey Show. We are about a month away from our 20th birthday. Yep. How about that? Yep. True story. We should start planning that. I know, right? We really should think about things. Uh, but in any case, um, what happened this week for you? What was, what's going on? Um, I played some golf this weekend. Yep. Made that happen. Um, I got some, uh, photo books that, uh, Jim had put together, which is pretty neat. They're uh, fantastic. You have a set as well. Um, things at your house. I mean, not that it wasn't a surprise or anything. (laughs) Right. No, (laughs) uh, some of those out too. Yeah. I just have, uh, I mean, mostly it's just been tour de France and soccer then the Olympics start. Oh, I've been watching Wimbledon as well. The Open tour, uh, Championship starts next weekend. Like, I mean, it's just sports on sports on sports. This, this month is the exhibit of sports. Wow. What it really comes down to. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I need more TVs, actually. <laughs> that might be my problem. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. And then Sunday. Sunday, you got a big matchup. It's going to be great. Yes. Sunday. Should you be fantastic. You again- you against all the other English people? Yes. Yes. So that'll be fun. Italy, England in the final. Uh, Sean Leahy was texting me during the Italy game yesterday. It was fantastic. Yeah, that's good. And then and then Copa's got, what, Argentina and Brazil? Yes. I think that's that might be Sunday also. It's a full day Sunday then. Huh. Ah. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff coming up. Like it. Nice. Yeah. Lots of sports. All sports all the time. Fantastic. It's making the day fly though. Like when I work from home. I uh, bet. I'm like, all right, my morning routine is I wake up, I start working, I throw on the Tour de France. By the time the stage is done the Tour de France, it's like lunchtime. I switch over to Wimbledon. Wimbledon leads into Euros. And then by the time the game's over, it's like five o'clock. I'm like, oh my my day is done. Roger Federer lost today, though. That was kind of sad. 
Yeah, well, he's getting older. He is. He is. He's almost my age. I mean, he's yeah. not because he's younger yeah. than me, but he's yeah. almost my age. Yeah. And, and then, you know, tennis is not a young man or an old man sport. Like, he can't mm-hmm. be a kicker. No. Tennis is, uh, tennis is a lot of work. Wow. His 40th, his 40th anniversary is our 20th anniversary. How about that? Wow. We, we should knew. get Roger Federer on. We should get Roger Federer on to talk Swiss hockey. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. It happen. He's not doing anything. No, he's fine. Well, he's probably going to the Olympics now, actually. Where is he? Who knows? Who knows how the Olympics work? Yeah, a lot of things in the Olympics not doing great. I mean... I don't know. Olympics 2021. Okay, I'll just put Olympics in. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they have twi- uh, I'm sure they have tennis in the yeah, Olympics. No, yeah, well, I just I, don't know if it's playing there. I was going to say, it's a matter of if, if uh, Switzerland got in. It looks like they did, so he will be playing, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, the Hindustan Times. Okay, nice. So. Well, yeah, then. He's going to the Olympics. Good for him. He will have stuff to do. He'll be in uh, Tokyo. Yeah. But as of May 31st, in his own words, he feels two ways about the Olympics and is very undecided. So, okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> There's a new, how, many more ways can you, how many more ways can you feel about an event, though? <laughs> oh, man. Anywho. Yep. Good times. Uh, I didn't do much this weekend. It was a long weekend. Fourth, fourth of July. Didn't do anything at all. Like just that try. It was very warm. It was very warm here in North Dakota. So I tried to stay out of the heat uh. as possible. Um, and then yeah, we did uh, did our usual things. We watched Saturday's race, which we'll get to here in a minute. And um, yeah, it's been it was been uh, it was it was a week. It was a week. My new my my own office uh, having starts Monday. Oh. So learning learning the tra- the trade as of right now um, in the last few days because my uh, predecessor uh, retirement party is tomorrow. Okay. And then Friday they're out. <laughs> it's like well, <laughs> Friday we might. I'm probably not going to be here, and I'm like I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. No. Just just make it happen. Right. So here we are. We are. Uh, it's going to be the reign of error. That is going to happen in. Uh, Look at that, you know. My have my name on the phone, my name on the door. Wow, everything. Moving on up. It's how you know you made it. Plymouth, Plymouth Rock didn't land on us. No. And such. So, good times, great memories on that. So that's been about it. But uh, let's get to uh, let's get to it to it do it to it. One injury, and it's oh. an injury that was forward thinking from last week we don't need to cue the if you want to cue the music with your winning your winning t-shirt on i got my winning t-shirt yeah oh yeah who's down and out with some blues maybe some black and bruised it's the face of hockey show injury reports Ah, uh, yes, only one, and it's a uh, layover from last week. Like I said, Alice Kalorn, uh, lower body injury, still day-to-day, but aren't we all, as Game 5 starts up tonight uh, as we were recording this. And by the time you're listening to it, the game's possibly already over. It's probably over. I mean, unless it went to, like, seven overtimes. It'd be amazing if it did. Yeah. And if you're still downloading stuff at the, that early in the morning. Um, congratulations to you and yours. 
So there's that. Have you have you watched? Did you watch game number four? I did not. Uh, so this was a pretty uh, dumb thing that NHL Network does. Is uh, the next day after game four, uh, I was like, "Sweet, I'm gonna." I mean, they replay the game the next morning, so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. And uh, I start watching it, and I go, "I don't remember Tampa taking a 2-0 lead." In this game, and then they were just replaying game three again, oh. even though game four was the night before. And I was like, well, this is dumb. I don't want to watch this crap. And so then I never got back to watching game four. I don't know what happened. NHL Network just kind of screwed the pooch on that one. Uh, Montreal won. That's all we uh, know. I do. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. That's, that's why there's a game tonight. Yeah, exactly. That's why we, we that's where why we're here. How we got here. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised Montreal pulled it out considering Tampa Bay uh, pretty much dominated them in the first period. <laughs> dominated them through the most of the game, and every time that Montreal scored, Tampa answered back very quick. And Carey Price does not look sharp at all this this season or this series. Yeah. Well, he has uh, just been off his angles, just doesn't know what he's doing. He's reacting like a half second too late. Not great. Not great. Maybe he used up all the gas. True. That or they're just waiting to uh, add another thing that they can loom over the Maple Leafs that they went from 0-3 to win a championship. Who's to say? <laughs> Who is to say all this? Uh, but yeah, we uh, we will see as game five, and then I think game six, if necessary, is Friday or Saturday. Do you think that the uh, Detroit Wet Red Wings like each year break out? break open some champagne and they're like yeah we're still the last team to sweep somebody in the stanley cup finals Nah, they're not as much of assholes as the 72 dolphins <laughs> I think that that's the big thing in all this how presum- how asshole assholeless how assholeless is that my god um friday I, mean, it, it, I see it for the dolphins though they went undefeated it's true and they won the super bowl which the patriots did not do that's true because Eli Manning all on the up on that grill. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday and then Sunday is Game Seven if necessary. Oh Jesus, Jesus! Why not wait till Monday? Why Sunday, are we Sunday? All hell breaks loose. That if this goes to Game Seven and there's the the Copa America final, the Euro final, and Game Seven of the Stanley Cup finals, oh. I might just take off Monday and call it a night. <laughs> just. Just be done. Oh, God. Then the draft's coming up in a couple weeks here, too. So. In the draft. Yeah. Let's do it to it, then. Johnny, we got a Patreon. Did you know about that? I did. I did. Oh, okay. Well, for all of you who don't know, how? How have you listened to this show when you don't know about the Patreon? Patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. That's where uh, a decent amount of the money that goes back into the show uh, comes from and uh we got the uh, people like pat and jeff and kevin and matthew and damon and mark and ethan and tristan and chris rob sean and mitch they contribute so can you patreon.com slash face off hockey show one dollar just a single dollar you get the video show put in five dollars you pick a segment and you get some special extras every now and again how about that how about them apples how about these nuts don't know what that meant. In any case, patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. The that kind of banter you not get on the uh, on the Patreon. 
Maybe you should, though. Yeah. Maybe Mark should go back to playing hockey and play for D's Nuts again. He should play hockey. Get him out of the house. Right? Exactly. Get him away for those crazy kooky kids he's got. Um. All right. Let's get to it. This Saturday, 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 uh, face-off hockey show was on a NASCAR. We mentioned this last week. Yeah. Um, so... And we try to get Ryan Ellis on, but uh, Ryan Ellis also has a nine to five. He's like us, where he uh, works a real job uh, and then and then does his uh, his dream stuff, his fun stuff on the side. Yeah, makes sense. So scheduling as it is, mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is. Hopefully we'll get Ryan on one day. Yeah. Race or not the defense. I mean, I did. Uh, I went to Fanatics and I typed in uh, Ryan Ellis NASCAR to see if I could get like a T-shirt or something. Uh, first off, Ryan Blaney's. Uh, um, if, uh, stuff came up, all his merchandise, okay. and then it went into Ryan Ellis, hockey player, and I was like, "All right, guess I'm out." Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Fanatics. Yeah. Um. Well, he he doesn't run a lot of races, um. So I think that's probably the reason. I mean, he should still have a T-shirt or something. Everybody has a T-shirt. That's true. We'll make him a T-shirt. You know what? Once we get this face-off hockey show uh, store started, which I tried to and is in pre-approval, um. <laughs> Is this with or, the uh, merchandise people that keep? Yeah, I, I'm just like, fine, Jesus, I'll sign up, you sons of bitches. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll make him a T-shirt if he wants, or he can make a T-shirt. And we'll just sell it on our site. <laughs> what do you mean we don't have enough? What do you mean? What do you mean the bank's out of money? Oh, because I have to put in the email address. What like email address and user should be this whatever. Anyway, so we uh, like like we've mentioned. We uh, we got a deal with Ryan Ellis. He put out a, a tweet saying that hey, we needed a we need a sponsor, and we put money out there, and away we go. Day uh, Friday practice happens. It's running fast, fast uh, one of the fastest uh, because on a smaller team, uh, when you're facing against guys who are NASCAR Cup drivers, you're gonna have a different gauge of success. So he uh, ran 18th in practice ahead of Kevin Harvick, who was his teammate for the weekend uh, and a and a Cup champion. So that was pretty cool. And then qualifying happened, and then things... That's that's when things went awry. Uh. Um, so qualifying happened. They, uh, 28th, I think they started. And then they made, uh, before the race, because it was an impound, so what happens is after qualifying, they impound the cars. You can't touch them until the race actually starts. So there's unapproved adjustments that were made to the car. They had to start from the back of the pack, but a lot of teams did that, so it didn't really... I don't think affected too much. Maybe he dropped back to 30th. Yeah. Um, but then afterwards, during his debriefing, uh, he said that uh, after the race, like nothing went right for him. They lost their brakes, which on a road course, when you're going left and right, probably something you need to uh, need to have. Um, then uh, a situation where because he didn't have any brakes, he had pits, pits, uh, pit lane problems. Speeding, I think, was one. Pitting outside the uh, the pit box was another. So I did just, see him every time he pit there because his uh, pit stall was right up in the front of the uh, out the out ramp. Right. So he uh, so he got some time when he was coming into the pits on TV. There you go. And then yeah, he avoided he avoided a big wreck towards the end, but then lost his brakes after that and had to come in and and finished thirtieth uh, on the day, which you know not ideal for a guy who was start he was getting fast. I mean, he said he had a fast car, and it looked like uh, like a Tracy Chapman kind of deal, right? Where uh, you know he got up after the second stage, he was up to twenty second. Like he was, yeah. he was 
digging hard, and then he was rolling for a while there, like so much Limp Biscuit in the nineties. Um, but uh, was that nineties or early two thousands? Whatever. Yeah. Um, the point is this: the the day did not end as we wanted it. He did have speed. He was he was as good as he he thought he would be. Just mechanical and shit happens. So there we are, thirtieth place. And our first and maybe only time we sponsor a NASCAR. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see if the money happens. Um, we'll see if a truck series. We'll have to do truck series pricing. <laughs> that would be even better. Like, if we get truck series pricing. Does he drive a, a truck? Huh? Does he drive maybe a truck? He's driven trucks before. Nice. Um, kind of just want to keep sponsoring this guy, but I don't know uh, how many times or when it'll right. happen. Uh, Ryan Ellis Racing, and then I mean, he I, seems like a nice enough people person. I mean, everybody, uh, everybody on Twitter that uh, talks about him says good things. I think it helps that he's a hockey dude. A lot of hockey people will gravitate towards him as well. Yeah. Um. So Ellis has driven. Yeah, he's he actually drove a a truck series race this year. So he's driven twenty five mo uh twenty five truck series fifty four xfinity and five cup series races and he'll drive a cup car at kansas uh under the rick rare rick ware racing banner oh that's hard to say it is tongue twister yeah so we will see what happens with uh mr ellis and like i said hopefully we can get him into the into the uh into the show that'd be wonderful if we could uh, but we'll go from there. But uh, Johnny, you watch the race. You enjoy yourself. Do you? Because you, you, you're you're just kind of dipping your toes into the whole NASCAR situation. I did. I like the road courses the most. I feel. Um, I I know where people are on the track when mm-hmm. they're bigger tracks like that. Um, this road course seemed a lot different than the other ones, though. This one seemed real narrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, like real narrow on uh, those on those restarts. He looked. It looked like there were going to be like ten cars that piled up in a corner at one point, uh, but it only happened like once. And yeah. the one dude that like hit a wall and then spun around backwards, and uh, they had to like pick his car up out of the sand. Destroyed his ish, man. Uh, but yeah, all in all, I like those types of races. Uh, I played golf on Sunday. Got home from golf and saw that uh, Chase Elliott had won there on well, Sunday. So. So yeah, so Chase Elliott just rocking out road courses. I mean, that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's his. I think. Well, Hendrick in general, like they, like they've been dominant the past thirty-one races or so, and try and 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 the uh, road course is just. Oh, that's a sixth road course, seventh road course, seventh road course win for Chase Elliott. So. Yeah. So all in all, I thought it went well. Uh, it was interesting to me to uh, watch the. Xfinity series uh, group putting um, like used tires back on the car. Yeah. Because uh, they're talking about how the uh, lug nuts aren't glued on to the used tires. So the guy's like pulling them out of his pocket and like one at a time, like screwing them on and then like zoop, zoop. Um, And then uh, so that was interesting. Um, I think they mentioned at one point that everything was backwards. Per normal, yeah. when when you when they were pitting, um, it's kind of like Watkins Glen in that. So usually when you come into your pit stall, the gas is on the driver's side. Yeah, 
and then usually you go start in the passenger side, then wing around to the driver's side. This is completely different. You start on the driver's side, and you have to wing yourself around to the other side to get the gas in on the passenger side. So people are kind of out of their element because your gas can man is towards where the front of you're all turned around. You're all jibber jabbered up because all your like perspective perception is everything, right? So if you're used to the rear, if the rear driver or the rear rear wheel changers, easy enough for me to say, are south usually for every track and then they have to go to north that throws timing off Uh it's just like oh god damn so um yeah that was it was a weird scenario a lot of penalties in that xfinity race it was Uh, a lot of it was very interesting to me too at the end uh when kurt bush won and he drove into the spot where he was supposed to do a burnout and decided yeah i'm not i'm not gonna do that and then and then uh Hot Mike did at the end where he's like, where do you guys want me to go next? All right. <laughs> and then Chase Elliott's like, I don't know how much engine I got. These tires are worn down, but here, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> and then just burned out the tires until they're on their damn rims. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah. Race. I enjoy, the, I enjoy the road races the best, I think. I don't know. I mean, I, I think NASCAR is that thing where... They have a deal that's uh, uh, they they get one thing that people really like and then they just abuse the hell out of it. So that's why I mean, we it makes sense. Yeah. Having road courses this year on the circuit. It's yeah. like, Jesus Christ. But I mean, if, it, if it's if it's what the drivers want, we'll see how it goes. But back to our experience. I had fun. It was cool. Uh, it was neat to see in the pictures on the actual car, like driving oh, on the track, you know, like. It was it was one thing seeing the rendition of what it looked like, um, or rendering, I guess is the right mm-hmm. word, but uh, it was a completely different thing. Like, like actually seeing a picture and being like, "Holy shit! Yep, it's right there." And there it is on the track, going vroom vroom. So that was cool. Uh, again, will we do it again? I mean, if money is right, I think is really the end. Like everything, the end all be all. That's true. I mean, I think that uh, I think we enjoyed it. I think it was worth the money for the the one time. I think that it was a good person that it went to somebody that was uh, from the area that, you know, we were helping out. Um, I think that's key, too, is it was somebody <laughs> that we didn't know. I know. I know. Petey, yeah. Med- Petey Medhurst bangs the drum for Brandon, uh, Brandon Brown, who's a Nova guy as well. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll have to we'll have to if Ryan's not racing and, and Brandon Brown has something, we'll see. Brandon Brown, a Woodbridge guy. All right. So, I mean, we got there's Nova people all over the place. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize there was as much racing in uh, northern Virginia, um, like this type of racing, I guess, like where how you could get to that level, you know. Right. Um, and it's one of those deals, too. It's just like, you know, you you go to like Manassas and that's about as far as you go. And then it's just like it gets really weird. I mean, that's as far as I race. Then, then you get Mark's to, down uh, there, right? I was gonna say. Then you get to like where Mark's area is at, and it's like, oh no, there's a why? Why am Why am I turning John Deere green? Hold well, on. Well, I man. thought a lot of racing was in Pennsylvania too, like the dirt tracks and stuff. Yeah, we got Old Dominion Raceway and and Virginia. There's a lot of Virginia tracks, like you think of it, but it's further south. You go Richmond and further. Yeah. 
So, yeah, it was it was it was a fun time. And yeah, if he drives a truck again, maybe truck rates are a little cheaper. Um, Could be. Will... I mean, there's more deck room. Yeah, that's the thing. Maybe it's more expensive because there's more deck room. <laughs> maybe you could, maybe, but you could fit more on there. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if I if we ever got to talk to a NASCAR driver, um, or if uh, Ryan Ellis can can come on the show, I think that the first question that I want to ask is, uh, or the question that I want to get out the most is, um, you know, like it's not easy to drive a car for three hours for two and a half hours and especially the speeds that they're doing it. So how in the flying fuck do they get out of the car, have a microphone shoved in front of their face and remember every single person that sponsored their team for the week. And everything <laughs> like happened during that race. My brain would not be working at that point. Like I, I'd just be like, I'm exhausted. I need you guys to go somewhere. Well, you, well, you see, you see some guys like look down at their, their driver's suit and just pick, pick and choose the sponsors that they remember seeing. And maybe <laughs> kind of kicks in their uh their memory it's like oh yeah da, 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 da. but you're well, right i mean maybe after the race you know you got somebody talking to you in your ear uh telling you like all the sponsors you know like hey you're gonna be interviewed make sure you remember blow right. i bet i'm like i still wouldn't remember any of that crap i would just be like yeah so i'd be so I'm in, I really won. tired right now and it was really hot in that race car right <laughs> it's really warm i don't know but yeah, no, that's definitely a good question we'll have to ask if if and when he comes on. So, but yeah, it was a fun experience I think overall for us. I think it was a, it was a good time, and apparently we have to wait on the uh, pre-order because according to uh, Circle Bees, um, blah, 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 they had to wait on the manufacturer to give the green light, and their the manufacturer is closed this week. Oh, so we are waiting, hanging out, doing what we do. Uh. Sean Leahy check it, chiming in, uh, making sure that we uh, make sure Mark is available for the uh, the show on yeah. the twentieth. He did appreciate uh, my burner account drop though. Yeah, good work. I yeah. like that. <laughs> I like I like a lot. So yeah, there we go. That was our experience. We will see if we do another one. Um, and again, we just took the big money one for now. And if if there's a chance where we have like the 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 cheaper one the cheaper expenditure uh the the 550 deal maybe that's a maybe that's one right like that's a deal that we we do a little bit i mean that can be done pretty easily sure yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. yeah i mean the bigger the bigger amount is a is a bigger amount you know right uh so huge i mean it's it's he, fucking math people but he got he got the tires he needed we just apparently he needed a couple more sponsors to get brakes. Exactly. We should have fucking put more money out for brakes. God damn it. If Every somebody time. would have just gotten the brakes, we would have been fine. fine. We would have been all right then. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, that's next time. We, maybe that's it. Damn it. That's what we forgot to put on the car. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was one sponsor short of getting brakes. That's why. <laughs> that's what happened, actually. That's fucked up, man. He had to choose between brakes and tires. Oh God! I mean, I I know that it's not it's not funny to joke about, but like we you can't do anything about it. So. Hindsight is twenty twenty. It's right? not like somebody like purposefully messed up his brakes. So right, it's not knowing went in there and cut the line. That would have been really fucked up. If they yeah, that would have been real bad. You get the penalty, <laughs> and then he, somebody else is also like, "All right, well, fine." It's like, damn it, really? Oh, Ivey. Oh, that's what they call the UMBC event center now. 
The Chesapeake Employers Arena. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I was just... Uh, can't remember who the hell was promoting the, that. Oh, Ring of Honor is going to be at UMBC Event Center. Yeah, hey. So that's why I was just like, oh... They said the Ches- the Chesapeake uh, Employee Insurance uh, Insurance Arena. I'm like, where the fuck is that in Baltimore? It's not in Baltimore. It's in <laughs> Stop. Baltimore. Jesus, that's like that's like calling Glen Burnie Baltimore. It's yeah, it's close, but not really. No, not really. Uh, what other news we got here? You did the rundown. Yeah, no, I'm. Today is really weird for the signal that we have over here for the uh, the G. Uh, is, is it a different is it a different station? Uh, let me hear. No, it's the same. Same station. Same station. I wonder if I turn this. Does this do anything? Something about human life. I don't know. Maybe that's the problem with this thing. Is uh, if I turn, I wonder if I turn all this down. That's USB. I can't turn the USB down. That just turns me down entirely. So I'll have to go over to their station. Like, listen, turn your frequency down. I have I have poop and dick jokes to talk about, ladies. And gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning family members were not allowed into Canada for the possible clinching of Game Four. Okay. For for obvious health reasons, the uh, Canada just opened up the border to people who are vaccinated. Uh, double vaxxed and they have their uh, a negative test, I think, within 24 hours of them crossing the border. That way they're not quarantined. So I think it was a quick, uh, a quick turnaround. They're just like, we can't handle this kind of volume up here. You guys just lose the game and then win it, win it in the hurricane tomorrow. So there's that. Um, I don't know. That's a, it's a just it is what it is. I, I, I again, something you can't you can't uh, is out of your control, right? Like. And being part of the team and everything, you kind of have that special exemption of coming through the border and whatnot. But I mean, the families aren't part of the team. So no. and um, with the restrictions that the Bell Center had in, in on attendance, which. Listen, if that was thirty five hundred people, my math has been wrong the entire my entire well, life. I, I told you, I told you they was thirty five hundred Canadian. Right. It's yeah. True. I mean, that's like 8,000, 10,000 in America. What, what is that Fahrenheit? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you, there's like an equation that right. uh, for the attendance, as obviously. So, I mean, no wonder it, it looked and felt like a lot more people than 3,500. I fucking did. Maybe that's just hot. Maybe that's just the, the lighting. It had to have been. <laughs> it's like a David Blaine uh, trick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now you see a sweep. Now you don't. Oh, my God. How'd happen? Um, Connor McDavid says the ref's going to need more consistency out there. And, you know, if Connor McDavid says it, it's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because apparently the league Bett- somehow hates Connor McDavid, even though right. he's the best player. And, and, and Gary Bettman's like, no, nah, we got the best refs in the world. What the hell are you talking about? Stop it with this garbage. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't believe the tropes that if a star player says that they must this is not the nba not the nfl you're not you're not tom brady you're not lebron you're not going to get that kind of sway in a sport that has a commercial that talks about we and we did this and we did that that's true i mean which which way do you want to slice it 
I mean, you can either have the star player getting all the calls, getting all the breaks, getting everything like that, but you can't have a commercial brought to you by Mass Mutual East Division saying that this is, uh, you know, it's a team sport. I mean, you got if if goddamn Ethan Bear ain't going to get a call for hooking, you sure as shit ain't going to get one, Connor McDavid. I mean, fuck. Pretentious assholes. <laughs> Um, but of course, McDavid said it in the, in the most, uh, really, there's a writer for the athletic named who covers the Oilers named Daniel Nugent Bowman. Come on. Really? Yeah. That's made up. That can't be true. Yeah. Anyway, it's a blogger and he just did that with his, he just put Nugent in the hyphenated name back when Nugent Hopkins was drafted Yeah. and then get rid of it. Cause that was his gimmick. Yeah. That became his like pen name. <laughs> And then, like, he, he went through SB Nation and then went, like, a fan house deal and now is at the Athletics somehow. Uh, McDavid said, the refs have such a tough job to do. The game is so quick and things happen. However, I do wish maybe a little more consistency. So even his answer was bland. Yeah. That's, um, kind, of, that's kind of playing on both sides of the fence right there. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Speaking of uh, a referee, referee a talker to the stars, Mark with a C. Hi. Hey, buddy. I'm How here. Are you? you are here. After after a hiatus, after a birthday hiatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy yeah. birthday to you and yours. It was a, it was a good uh, good good time. Did you have a good time? It was uh, it was fun to not have to work. Um, it was a little difficult having two kids under four years old in a tiny hotel room. You could have just said that. Uh, uh, two kids. Two kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the weather. Like it was very hot. It's very hot. Um, in Maine. And with two gingers, you can't like just let them run around in the sun. So, uh, uh-uh. yeah, they might as well be walking on the sun. True. Yeah. It's a hot one, and it was a turn to a Rob Thomas song. How's uh How's the uh, swing set coming? Uh, it's square. Okay. Uh, the base is up. I didn't make it much more progress because all your base are below. The next, yeah. The next step after, you know, so there's bolts and then screws. The bolts are to get everything together, but the screws are to make sure that it's nice and level and squared off. Uh, so last night I spent an hour, you know, leveling, squaring, and, and screwing. That sounds, that's kind of how you got into this it's position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bolts too, huh? Is that a, That's a hockey reference, right? Yeah. yeah. Stanley mm-hmm. Cup, baby. Mm-hmm. Figured. Leveling off. So uh, soon I'll be building the rock climbing wall. <laughs> Rockefeller or Dwayne Johnson? Nice. <laughs> uh, and then, you, should, uh, you should get like a stencil and like spray paint on it and call it the people's wall. Yeah, yeah. I should get before I screw in the little like uh, things that you actually the rocks, I guess is what they're called. Yeah, the, the, hand. the plastic rocks that you yeah. put your hand in. Uh-huh. I should uh, definitely spray paint a Brahma bull on the nice. on the wood slats. That's a yeah. good idea. Hell yeah, <laughs> make it happen. That's uh, that's just giving it resale value. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And maybe the Rock would retweet me also. Yeah, and then we'd might. be in the money. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I was gonna say retweet me and then sue me for <laughs> unofficial license. Get it? It's product. a rock wall. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Um, so I, I did listen to the show, by the way. 
I know okay. that you guys, you said on the show that I wasn't going to listen to the show, but I did. At what first I, time in how long? What did you think? Uh, from beginning to Is end, probably the first time in like three or four years. That's wow. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I, I used to travel a lot for work, what? you know, be in the car and whatnot, and then like ride airplanes and stuff, and I don't do that anymore. So there's not a lot of time to re-listen to the show. I have a hard enough time actually experiencing it for the first time listen man i do the show you know i do the show i edit it and then i forget about the whole damn thing that's why i have to notes yeah so uh i was surprised that Leahy didn't didn't hate my team as much as i thought he was going to true yeah uh, none of you uh noticed that i put cody eakin on uh, another expansion team because he was oh, on did, did we oh yeah he was on vegas yeah uh, and I'm pretty sure I had a second one. Maybe Malcolm Subban was Malcolm Subban. Yeah, Malcolm Subban. We did mention we picked up okay. on. Yeah, because yeah. you you added him as well. Yeah, I think also because Cody Eakin went from Vegas to Dallas to Buffalo. We forgot that whole like twenty games in Vegas he had or some shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got drafted. He might have just gotten traded there, or picked up or something. But I'm pretty sure he got drafted. I'm gonna look I it up. Think you're right, actually. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so it was fun. It was fun, a fun listen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good times, guys. It was, it was, it was a solid show. Not that I, I didn't mean to sound surprised. It was a solid <laughs> show. <laughs> I mean, you guys finally. And you're right. He did. He did take the, uh, take out the, uh, the expansion draft. I mean, he was on the Knights for for three years. <laughs> he was, he played much. two full seasons from 2017 to 2019. Once. Don't remember it once. <laughs> You know they made a big deal out of uh, the Nate uh, Nate um, Nate Schmidt didn't hear a goddamn word about Cody Eakin and against mm-hmm. the Capitals in the final. Yeah, not a damn word. Uh, how'd you think about the NASCAR, Mark? You you we were it following was, along. So I watched the first probably hour and a half before I had to step away, and then I caught the rest on DVR. So it was good. I wish. So finishing in the middle of the pack, or or you know towards the middle of the pack isn't great for NBC coverage because they don't they don't care. They couldn't right. give two shits. I don't I don't even remember in the first hour and a half seeing Ryan's car, which right. sucks. I mean, I wish he was the guy who went into the sand trap. If he wasn't going to win the race, <laughs> I wish I he was saying. the guy that went into the sand trap in like the third lap or something. <laughs> oh, on, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On, uh, on, in the draft, we uh, Todd and I were uh, talking about, okay, Best and worst case scenario. Best case scenario, surprise, surprise, top ten finish. He gets interviewed after the race. Mm-hmm. Worst, best case scenario, he backs it into the wall right underneath the camera, and it's <laughs> our freaking logo there. Like that would great. That would have been that would have been not ideal, but still work out in our benefit. <laughs> so, yeah, I did. Uh, now that you mentioned that, I forgot about that guy that like just kind of drove off into the sand, and they brought the truck over, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't even do anything. They just pulled him back on the track and was like, "All right, go for it." He's yeah. like, "It's right. like the little guy in Mario Kart that just pulls you <laughs> off a rainbow road and drops you back on the track." Lakutu, Lakusha, Lucius, Lucius Jackson. yeah, yeah, exactly. Say blue shell again, motherfucker. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was fan. I mean, granted, I would imagine that he had at least a one or two lap penalty. So it's really hard to make those strokes back. 
when you yeah. when you land in the sand like that and everybody else keeps going. Because there's so <laughs> much stuff in your goddamn uh, engine and the carburetor, I'm sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. How do you flush that out? I don't know. Today. <laughs> hey, there you go. Maybe maybe we need a, a, a new invention, and then that'll get us back on an, an engine bidet. An engine bidet. Engine bidet. I think Stan knows a guy who already does that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, make, it'll make that engine spotless. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is a little bit different than the motor bidet, right? Which is the French version. Yes. The motor bidet. Well, I, mean, I guess they're both French, but yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Mm. Both kind of French. One's maybe French Canadian. Um, yeah, so Montreal's capacity crowd much more than thirty five hundred. Uh, again, unless it's an illusion. Uh, Buffalo. We didn't mention this last week. Uh, they removed the interim tag from Don Granado. Hey. So he's now the full time head coach of your Buffalo Sabers. Eh, I'll take it. Eh. Yeah, we'll talk about that with Lyle because uh, Kevin Adams is just like, yeah, no, our, we're going to have an exciting young core. Everybody's going to be, it's going to be Rasmus Dahlin and Dylan Cousins and, and, and Casey Middlestad. And everyone's like, <laughs> what? Isn't there another guy that's supposed to be there? Didn't we have a guy that we picked second overall to McDavid? Nah, nah, nah. What about the guy who, who's got two R's in it? Nah, no, nope. Not, he's not gonna get. He's him. gonna get traded to. They can bring in younger talent. Exactly. Wait, two, wait, two R's? Are they right next to each other? No, no, no. Just the the initials are two R's. Oh. Uh, right. B a b a b a r. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. two B's right next to each other. Yeah. Sure, sure. sure. Yeah, no, that happens. Using the whole fist there, Doc. <laughs> Man, who's gonna sign in Buffalo? They have. Hey. Speaking of which, there's a new Fletch movie apparently that's filming. What? Yeah, what? it's no starting way. John Hamm. It started filming up in like Buffalo, Buffalo, in in, in in like the Boston area, like the Worcester area. I I'm gonna look it up. John Hamm is having some good yeah, like, Fletch one-liners. Yeah, so. I think John Hamm's a great pick for uh, the. It's not a Fletch remake. It's actually a Fletch sequel. It's there. It's I think it's a sequel or not not necessarily a reboot, but a it's the third. It's the third movie. They're not trying to redo it they're trying to build off of it oh a threequel gotcha yeah yeah they're apparently doing a kingpin sequel which i didn't need to have i i don't know if we want to go down the rabbit hole of movies i mean we're pretty much in the off season but has is every like unique idea for a movie taken currently Or is it, or was this like the Tomorrow War or whatever that was on Amazon Prime supposed to be some like unique idea? And everybody's like, it stinks. Uh, I won't even watch Jay it. Sherman. <laughs> but like, nice. But like, uh, is is everything going to be a reboot or a remake or like a hey this was cool in the uh 90s we should create a, a, a second one of those well i think i think because there's so many outlets now you're gonna see movies be super remade just even if it comes out just on netflix or on amazon prime or whatever like there's that's so, true there's there are too so many places many, though. yeah there's too many places now we need to we need to lessen these places this is the dot-com boom Everyone's got a dot com. Everyone's got a it's dot net. Yeah, it's dot net. So uh, well, I, I dread the moment when 
I'm above the law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, is that the new? That's the new like Apple remake, isn't it? They've, they've already been. This actually is perfect for my point. So there was actually a, a Judge Dredd remake already, mm. right? I think Carl Urban played the role of St- uh, whatever St- Stallone did in the first one. What by the time we get to like the third or fourth versions of the things that we liked when we were kids, that's where I'm out. Thanks, Doug, yeah. but I'm out. I don't like they've the already remake. been two Judge Dreads. There's going to be a third one. I you know what there is in our lifetime. Is there a Blade like Runner? Sequels. Yeah, maybe. But I don't like the sequels that are like decades afterwards. Like Kingpin came out in 96, mm. I think. Yeah. And oh. now there's a Matrix. Matrix, yeah, there's a Matrix 4 coming out. Which is a straight up sequel to whatever the hell happened in the Sweet. last one, which I don't remember. I thought that the I thought the last one, uh, the last wasn't the last Matrix when they uh, just stopped the Matrix. Yeah, I thought so. I don't know how they're gonna come back from that one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, did they just kind of like stop the way that it was like going, and you know, like it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna reboot anymore? I need to rewatch those movies. Even though I they have were them at my house. They're all online somewhere too. I see. I have a bin full of DVDs, a bin like a, a very large bin full of DVDs, and I own most of the movies that I enjoy watching. But if let's say that we wanted to watch The Matrix and we couldn't find it on one of the free services that we don't, you know, they're not exactly free since we pay monthly for them. But it's not on a service I pay for already. I would gladly pay Amazon four dollars to rent it as opposed to digging out the DVD player, <laughs> plugging it into the television, you know, digging the DVD out of the bin. <laughs> And watching the DVD. I mean, it is smart. Yeah. You're just paying for convenience at that point. Yeah. Which, you know, so why do I have the DVDs? Great question, everyone. Uh, I don't know. Because I'm lazy. Well, because digital media is not forever, even though November rains. Um, Was that a Guns N' Roses reference? Yeah, sure was, buddy. Sure was. What other reference could it have been? I don't know. Prince? I don't know. That's Purple Rain. That is Purple Rain. That's Purple Rain. Yeah. And if it was Counting Crows, it would have been Rain in Baltimore. Yeah. Will be tomorrow. If it was, uh, if it was, uh... well, no, that would be Rain Rain King, too, for Counting Crows. Oh, wow. They did a a lot of songs about rain. Yeah. A lot of rain songs. Man. What a gloomy, gloomy thing. But they also paved uh, Paradise and put up a parking lot, apparently. They did. That's because there wasn't rain. Mm. And, they, and they had to put the trees into a museum. Ah. Yeah. Then museum. Ben Stiller. <laughs> Let's just keep going, boys. <laughs> Robin Williams. Yeah, you know. Uh, what did Robin Williams do? He did Miss, uh, Miss Doubtfire. Uh-huh. After the six... You know, hold on. I have to look something up. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. When did that come out? 93? All right. Uh, 93. That's 93? My God. Three. Um, let me check out this one. Uh, oh, they came out the same year. Now we have, now we have to go to see which one actually released first in November 24th. April 2nd. So Mrs. Doubtfire came out after the success of Mr. Nanny. Uh, Hulk mm. Hogan's uh, piece. Oh, jeez. With Sherman Hemsley. Sherman Hemsley yeah. was in this one? 
Come on, man. That was probably a remake then, right? <laughs> no, it was an original. It was an original piece. No, no. I Did... mean, Mrs. Doubtfire was probably a oh. uh, was probably a remake. I think someone someone from the uh, someone from the writing staff was uh, went to Miss, Mrs. Doubtfire halfway through the Mr. Nanny process. Uh, yeah. Was Tommy Gunn the wacky neighbor in uh, Mr. Nanny? Um, no. No, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Thanos, Tommy, Tommy Gunn, Tommy Gunn, Brutus Beefcake was in this movie too. Okay. So was Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Rest in peace, Kamala. I miss you. Wait, what? Yeah. They were all, they were a bunch of wrestlers in this movie. Of course they were. Nanny. It was, it was, uh, Afa, Afa from the, uh, the head shrinkers, Brutus, the barber beefcake, George, the animal steal. Jim the Anvil Nightheart and the Ugandan giant Kamala. Oh if you had God. if you had an adjective to describe your name, you were in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jake the Snake was probably just oh, yeah. right was, around the corner there. Maybe just, the producer. He got it extra. Yeah. He got cut from the film. He thought the snake might scare the kids. Yeah. <laughs> that um, is awful. Was that like Vince's first foray into this the movies? New, no, this was New Line Cinema. This was a completely different piece from WWF. Thanks. Yeah. So the first, I, I'm gonna need to look this up, and I know that we're sidetracked a lot here. I don't yeah. even care. So I think the Mummy was the mum the, the Mummy that the Rock starred in. Was that the first movie that WWF had a hand in? Scorpion King, you mean? Yeah, Scorpion King. Uh, that's a great question. Like actual production. Right. Was it WCW part of the um, Thunder in Paradise? Well, yeah, that was the one where yeah, What's yeah. His Nuts won the WCW title. Uh, no, no, no Holds Barred was produced by WWF in 89. I remember that movie. Yep, with uh, Hogan and uh, uh, Debo. Uh, the, the Rundown, apparently. Oh, this is WWE Studios. So The Rundown was actually the first movie... From WWE Studios. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that movie, the one I with uh, Sean William Scott and The Rock and. I didn't know they had Walking Tall as, as their one too. And Walking Tall. I mean, it's pretty much the same movie. Yeah. As the Rundown. <laughs> it's literally the same plot, I think. Is it Except the same it's Johnny people? Knoxville instead of instead Sean William Sean Scott. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and then just a lot of. A lot of straight to DVD. Movies. See no evil from Kane. Yeah, that's probably yeah, terrible. The Marine. I I, I just distinctly remember that one being advertised. I never saw it. The Condemned was Stone Cold. Never heard of it. Behind Enemy Lines, starring Mr. Kennedy. Oh, the The Condemn. The Condemned was the 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 thing before that one with Austin and and so Stallone and all the big movie actors. What the hell was that one called? Tropic Thunder uh, replacements. No, yeah, replacements. So that's basically the prequel to the replacements. No, the replacements was oh the, no, that was Keanu yeah, Reeves. That was Keanu Reeves. The uh, Expendables. Yeah, okay, that's that's the other yeah. one, the Expendables. Yeah. So this was basically the the prequel. Except Triple H starred in two movies. Sure, I bet they were awful. The Chaperone was god terrible. I the saw Chaperone and Inside Out. I I remember I remember the uh, the Chaperone being reviewed. Not so great. The Inside Out had uh, Michael Rappaport and Parker Posey. So. 
you know the rules with Edge. Oh my God! And Jamie Jamie Kennedy again? Oh, of course it was. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. It's the, it's the buddy cop movie. No one won it. <laughs> I kind of remember them pushing Jamie Kennedy on WWF programming. Brody's during... play was in a movie. What the fuck? <laughs> no one lives. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like art imitating life with his yeah. career. Santino Morello was in Jingle All the Way too. <laughs> now that I could see. That I can I see. see that, but Schwarzenegger started. <laughs> oh no! Cornswoggle was in Leprechaun Origins. I mean, of course he was. Come on, come on. Uh, actually, I apologize. Larry the Cable Guy was the star of Jingle All the Way too, because of course he was. Yeah. Santino was just in it. However, WWE produced it. Of course. Right. I didn't and know that WWE think... produced all of these uh, yeah, movies. Sure. When you think of the Marine franchise, who's the first? <clears throat> Superstar that comes to mind. Uh, Randy Orton. For me, it's The Miz. Oh, of course. He started in the Marine 4 moving target with Summer Rae. You know what would have been great if they just started, like, I want a, I want a movie franchise to start, <laughs> like, with the third installment. <laughs> <laughs> like Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so it, hold really. on just, just a sec. And and I want to get back to this because well no hold on you guys go first because this no we didn't I have I didn't have okay. any so there was another movie starring the Miz that came out July twenty fourth twenty fifteen July twenty fourth twenty fifteen co-starring Paige yeah okay. yeah John what do you it? think that movie was called uh, uh I bet it was a Christmas movie <laughs> <laughs> um, nailed it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it was uh, uh, mistletoe or something like that. Yeah, that's actually pretty close. Santa's Little Helper, ah. starring The Miz. Oh, uh, and I was gonna say, why did The Simpsons not sue him? Fox distributed that, so of course. Uh. <laughs> that. See, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to maybe start a new tradition of watching this movie right after Die Hard. Oh, hey, hey, hold you on. During the in the summer. You have to watch or, it, or in you know Christmas in July. Mark, you gotta look at Marine Five and the Ooh. names in that one. Wow, look at this digital HD Marine Five Battleground. Who we got here? We got the Miz, of course. He came back. Everybody loved him in the fourth one, so he had to come back for the fifth one. I can't pronounce the second one. Is that maximum ovulation? Yeah, yeah. his wife Maurice. <laughs> Uh, Heath Slater, of course, loved okay. him. Loved him. Hope he was the uh, musical act. <laughs> Curtis Axel, my man. Bo Dallas, uh-huh. and Naomi. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Marine Five. Where with a superstar cast like that, how do you even find the budget to? Why did how did it go like... straight to video? Well, <laughs> I mean, so the budget's probably easy. They're all under contract already. Exactly. Uh, they're probably not making any extra money for this, which is uh is probably already written in their contract. But this also does now lead you into the fact of how great they are in the cinematic wrestling matches that they have put out recently. Well, Mark, yeah, because of all this movie. I, I think I think I know where you're going with this. It's now my favorite movie on this list. The, Go the ahead, Scott. One from 2017. Yeah. With King Ken, uh, Ken Jeong and David Hasselhoff called Killing Hasselhoff starring the Iron Sheik. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh this is God. a great cast. Hold on. Is that like Netflix or something? Yeah, I, maybe. Let's, Let's see. talk about this cast for a second. So you got Kim Jong, 
you, or Ken Jong. You have uh, David Hasselhoff. Of course. You got Ron Funches. You got Jim Jeffries. You got Justin Bieber. You got Michael Winslow. You got Master P. You got the Iron Sheik. You got Howie Mandel. You got John Lovitz. Damn. Will Sasso. Why? Why? Why are Mel B? Yeah, that's wow. scary spice to all those who don't know. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Gina Lee Nolan, well past her prime. <laughs> like honestly, man, why are we not? This we need to do a face-off hockey show movie night. Riz Darby, also of, known as uh, Murray from um, uh, yeah, Flight of the Concords. Yeah, that that guy. This is great. I want to watch this movie. We need we need to have a face-off hockey show movie night and stream it. Yeah. And watch a sim- a simple two sentence. Uh, plot uh, description here. A man who is down on his luck attempts to win a celebrity death pool by trying to kill David Hasselhoff. The prize is half a million dollars. Seems like not enough to do that, in my opinion. But, you know, what are you going to do? I'm (laughs) ad-libbing here. Uh, Which he can use to pay off a loan shark and get his life back on track. I don't see why... I mean, that plot is deep. Why did did this not gross $400,000? The writer was unhappy with the way the script was rewritten during production. <laughs> he, he told Script Magazine, little by little, what I saw was the movie changed into something that was so different than the movie I originally wrote and that David read so many years before. Long story short, it came out on DVD, but man, it could have been really, really funny. So, hmm. uh, WWE really putting the kibosh on killing Hasselhoff. So, that's something Good. I never thought I would say in my... 38 years of life, but yet here we are. Yeah, here we are. Um, Good times. Of course, Fighting With My Family was the big one that recently came out with uh, yeah. The Rock, The Big Show. That got great reviews. I think uh, I've heard from my friends that saw it. It was good. I saw the original, the, the BBC documentary. I don't need to see the remake. <laughs> the dramatization, you mean? I don't need to see the anime, the, the Netflix adaptation. Oh, no. What? There's a walking tall... TV show coming out starring Charlotte Flair. Oh, this is going to be terrible. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That, so we got so something producing. to review every week, Scotty. Yeah, there you go. It's true. We can go. It says TBA. To be announced. We can do we can do the other upcoming Brawl in the Family. <laughs> <laughs> is the, but is I think Brawl in the Family is that going to be like it's probably going to be one of those dumb uh I want the Miz to relive Archie Bunker and just throw racial epithets in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez, Marie, solve these luchadors. (laughs) Then you turn into Bill Burr. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, lady! Now he's doing Jerry Lewis. Oh, it's Bill Burr doing Jerry Lewis. It's quite the difference. You can hear the Boston just a little bit louder. It's in from SectorsHockey.net. Um, now we were going over the WWE studios because it's almost the off season and we're getting into off season. Off season. So we are ready to go. Uh, Lyle, first, before we do all that, we had our fun, but, uh, the sadness that happened this weekend of, uh, the, from the Columbus Blue Jackets, such a great, oh, horrible accident. Uh, Mattis, uh, Lennox, I believe is, is bless you. Thank you. Uh, he passed away age 24 after a uh, a mortar from a firework going off hit him in the chest. Uh, and yeah, during yeah. it was at 
it was at the uh, it was a lot of the I think most of the Columbus Blue Jackets goalies were there. It was at Manny Legacy's house, who was a goalie yeah. coach for Columbus. And yeah, just a bad, bad scene. Yeah. Uh, what well what makes this even more tragic uh, is if it can't get any more. Um he was looking forward to spending to be to to a, a longer off season uh in Columbus because it was going to give him an opportunity to experience his first fourth of July. <sighs> yeah, I read that today. I was just like, oh man. Like yeah, and it was percussion from the uh, from the blast. Actual, yeah, it was a percussion okay. that what it did was, yeah, basically made his heart and lungs stop. You wow. know, you get hit hard enough with a percussion in the chest, you, you know, that'll that's it. So yeah, yeah just a, a terrible, a horrible tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's horrible anytime somebody dies, uh, and especially something like that so sudden and, and and just a horrible uh from what we've been led to understand a horrible accident um but uh you know 24 whole life's ahead of him his career is just starting to take off because what was going to happen was uh, the plan was the jackets were going to trade either uh elvish mushlishkin or um Yunus corpusalo one of those two was going to get traded this summer and the plan was Kiblinix was going to be their backup. And, you know, so everything like now, here's his chance, you know, uh, to get into the show here full time. Because, I mean, you know, back in the Worlds, uh, a little over yeah, a month ago, he shut it. Yeah, he backstopped Latvia to a win over Canada. God, you know, Latvia has a lot of just underrated goalies that never get seen. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, yeah. for... for just just a terrible terrible tragedy there's there's no other way to put it um yeah it uh very shocking very shocking to see that uh, monday morning and you feel bad for everyone who was there and just like like you said just a just a accident everything seemed yeah. to go like everything was within the boundaries they needed to in the state of michigan and then just yeah I mean, it's still under investigation, but it's being investigated as an accident. There's, there's nobody right now. There's no talk of any charges being laid. So, well, we'll know more once the investigation's over. But uh, yeah, yeah. Rough, rough times. Rough mm. times. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let's lighten up the mood a little bit, Johnny. I forgot to tell you about these. Okay. Just looked over, and then boys and girls, children of all ages, they finally showed up. My Mighty Ducks, Funko Pops, ready to go, all up ons, all five of them. Got everything, got all of them. They're in the flying V formation in the back. How great is that? Here's a question for all of you. (laughs) What's Goldberg's first name? Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, you're right. Greg Goldberg. I don't know why I remembered that, but I did. People don't know he has a first name. Everyone. He's on the, the only front. Goldberg I know is Bill Goldberg because it shows how much of a fan of the Mighty Ducks I am. So, yeah. He's on. He's on the front like a goddamn like wrestler. He's just single named. Like, Goldberg. <laughs> that's still, <laughs> that's my first name. That's still one of my favorite shirts. Is the uh, is my Goldberg that has a picture of this Goldberg and it says who's next on it. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, funny story about these. These were pre-ordered in 2019 and finally got here. <laughs> oh, there was hooray. a little distribution problems. So finally, Christmas from 2019 is finished. 
<laughs> hey, Christmas in July. Hey, yeah. hey. There you go. Um, Paige isn't in this one, though. No, she should be. Who knows? We might do this on Twitch. Who's to say? Lyle, we had a trade. Oh, yes, we did. Victor Artovitsen from Les Predators du Montreal or du Nashville <laughs> to the Los Angeles Kings for a second round pick this year and a third round pick next year. Arvidsson coming off a uh, 25 point and 50 game season uh, over his career with the National Predators, 239 points, 127 goals and in 385 games. Uh, what do you make of it? I, I mean, I always found Arvidsson as someone who I thought would always break out and just seem to just, I don't know. He had those two years when he first came in and then the past couple years he's kind of been on the decline. Well, injuries had a lot to do with it, too, uh, the last couple of seasons. So, um, yeah, it uh, obviously affected his play uh, and his production. But um, apparently, though, he wasn't happy with uh, his situation uh, in Nashville. Uh, according to That's according to uh, Predators GM David Poyle. Uh, he figured that uh, when he was uh, asked about the trade last week, when after it was done, he said that he felt that Arvidsson was probably happy with the situation because he wasn't happy with his situation in Nashville. And that's got that's got some folks in Nashville going, wait a minute, if Arvidsson's not happy, who else isn't happy? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you a lot of his teammates weren't happy with the trade. Uh, Philip Forsberg just replied with the one big giant thumbs down emoji. Um, mm. well, Crack that. Yeah. Uh, he also did that. Yes, he did. There you go. Totally tubular. <laughs> Radical. I have a feeling now that beer is just sold by the label. Yeah. <laughs> well, wine has been sold by the label for generations. That's true. Why not beer? Very true. Anyway. Nothing sits me running the liquor store faster than the label Thunderbird. Let me tell you. Mm. Mm, that's, that's good stuff. Hmm. If you want to go blind, yeah. <laughs> if, not, if it's not the masturbation, it's going to be that. <laughs> if you live in Buffalo, maybe maybe it's a good alternative to watching yeah. the Sabres. Oh, they need an alternative now, my well, God Almighty! Well, if you're a Sabres fan, holy shit! But uh, just very quickly though, with the Predators, though they're—I have a feeling they're not done. And again, it's what uh, Poyle alluded to during his. Uh, his uh, interview uh, after the Arvidsson trade, because um, he's he's saying, uh, yeah, if the uh, Seattle Kraken are open to doing a side deal, I'd be I'd be interested in that. So there you go. Uh, who's going to come off that roster that uh, he, he he would like to convince the Kraken to take? He leaves unprotected. Who mm-hmm. could possibly wouldn't wouldn't be a couple of eight million dollar forwards he's no, got. No, no, no. no, wouldn't be them. No. Not it's Colton Sisson. <laughs> there you go. How how much how much of the unhappiness might be the way John Hines coaches? I think it's probably a factor of uh, the players aren't playing the way John Hines likes. Um, he like he, he yeah he, he's all about the skill sure but he likes uh, he likes toughness he likes two way play all that good stuff and um, yeah. I, I think he had in New Jersey. Yeah, I don't think he's happy with what he's got right now. With some, not all the players, but with some of them. So, um, yeah. But I'll tell you what's going to be really interesting for me is uh, the contract extension negotiations 
for Matthias Ekholm and Philip Forsberg this mm-hmm. summer. They're both a year away from unrestricted free agent staff. Could next summer be the year Philip Forsberg comes home, comes back to Washington, Washington. where it all began? Oh, my God. He's going to Russia? Imagine. I thought he was going to England, and he said it was no, coming home. No, no. <laughs> Whereas NHL career technically all began. Remember, you get up on the dais and they put a Washington Capitals jersey on him. And, oh, yeah, he was going to be the next big thing. And I have a picture, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think you do. Yeah. What draft was that, 2012? Sounds right. Hmm. That sounds like a draft. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a thing. There was something that occurred uh, that year. Does he come home? Does he come back? Mm. Back, I say. Back, back, back. Washington. Oh, easy, Berman. Home run derby's not yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I got ahead of myself. They should always have the, every like, oh, year they should have the home run derby on July 4th. I don't know why that's... Too much much going on on July 4th. You got the hot dogs, you got the... Oh, I did watch God. a documentary this weekend about the hot dog eating contest. I saw that, that you, you, would, you, 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 you liked the documentary, you were saying. It was really good. Uh, for the first hour, and then they went. You know what we should do? We should make this two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and so they showed every disgusting bit of the food of the hot dog eating, didn't they? And the second hour, it went downhill quickly, yeah. and not back up either. No, oh well, thank God that would have yeah, been because that's a reversal, and that does that's not allowed in competitive that's, eating, from what I've heard. But that's oh. also two points in wrestling, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree. Take down. Take down. Two points. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it it peaked halfway through, and it was like, Doof. See, yeah. to me, like I said, that to me is is just one of the most disgustingly vile competitions in the world. You have people fucking down the street, starving to fucking death, who would love to have some fucking food, and you got a bunch of friggin' numpties sitting there jarring all that crap into their friggin' faces, you know, to for to win money. It's just like, yeah, sorry, no, I'm listen, I'm not a big friggin' you know, politically correct guy or anything like that. But that just, yeah, that's something, honestly, eating contests, they offend me. Because all I can see is there's people down the friggin' street who are friggin' going to food banks who are struggling to make ends meet, and you bunch of friggin' losers are jamming all this crap into your face because it turns into crap before it even gets a chance to go through their bodies to become crap because it all throws out later on. So it's just like, nah, I I think they're disgusting. I hate them. I hate them. I do. I Uber liberal Lyle Richardson. Joined. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow well, and I'll tell you why we should. Uh, anyway. What is show tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. No, Johnny. Why, why, why we why we need to uh, to to save uh, Confederate statues so we have per- uh, perching places for all our uh, pigeons. Ooh. <laughs> Here's something we can all agree on. <laughs> Water shouldn't be burning. Let's go on. Yes. Continue. Yeah. If, if your water's burning, something's very, very wrong. <laughs> you know what that story put me in mind of? You guys are probably too young to remember it. When when Lake was it Lake was it Lake Erie caught on fire in Cleveland? Where was Cleveland on Lake Erie? I guess so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it caught on fire in the late seventies. It was so polluted, it spontaneously combusted one day. <laughs> that is Look it so up awesome. Don't believe me, it was on. That's I remember fantastic. that as a kid seeing that on the news, and I'm going, um, I'm like as a kid going, Daddy, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't. Have, they didn't show this in my science textbook. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, uh, teacher. How come water burns? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. 
kind of veered away from hockey there. But I mean, anyway. I guess that's better than your pee burning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a whole, that's a whole. That's a whole. That's different. a whole different thing. That's that, that, universally that, that, accepted. Truth, yeah, that, that that's something you don't share. Uh, not even with your bestest friends. You you yeah. keep that very private between I yourself. And consulting much. physician. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the hooker from Vegas. But yeah. you can. Yeah, and you <laughs> do your contact <laughs> tracing. It's <laughs> good antibiotics, though. That'll turn that down. You're fine. Yeah. When you do uh, your contact tracing. <laughs> one last one last thing on the predators. Like he's been there since. He's been down since day one. At what point does David Poyle have a short leash? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I really thought it was going to be this season. And then, lo and behold, the second half of the season, the team rallied back. And they made the playoffs. And he, he stood pat. He didn't make any big moves. And, yeah. But <laughs> at some point, you got to wonder. You really have to wonder, like, how much longer is this <laughs> Is this David, po- go on? David Poyle is 27 years in the standing pat and not making any moves. <laughs> See, right? yeah. this is what <laughs> this is like. True. He has actually made, you know, in the last 10 years, he actually has made several significant trades. So, you know, one of my one of <laughs> my know. career goals is to get to a point in my career, whatever it winds up being from here on out, where someone can look at my body of work to, and be like, he did nothing. He did a great job. <laughs> I mean, just look. They, the team did much better when he just didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's not necessarily true. That's not, right? Jeez, they went to the finals with players that he acquired. I, I, I get it, but he's at the tail end of his career. So, he does what everybody does when they're about to retire, and he does nothing, and he gets a pat on the back for it. <laughs> you guys are just still salty because of the whole Forsberg thing. That's what it is. A little, yeah. but I really want <laughs> to do nothing and get paid for it yeah that, that's something i want to do too like that's that is the ultimate goal are we sure david Poyle's still alive this is we got like in the bernie situation in the front well, his, his hairstyle is but his face is melting and how yeah listen that that pine tar he puts on his hair amazing he's looking like that he's looking like the character like the like that character in uh, raiders of the lost ark who melts in the climatic sea <laughs> right like just oh man yeah, and that stuff he's putting in his hair. Like, <laughs> I asked somebody why. I said, you, you know David Poyle. We have a friend. How old is David Poyle? David Poyle, 137 years old. That's how old he is. <laughs> we got a, we got a great Sherman situation going on. <laughs> so I, I like looking at his Wikipedia. Um, Proceed it by pres- position created. <laughs> <laughs> See, now position created, I think, did a, a better job toward the tail end of his tenure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So David Poyle and God are the two that go. <laughs> 23 years now. Wow. Wow. So he's outlived them all. God bless him. God bless him. Uh, uh, I, I like how they, they put a story out. He becomes the all-time winningest GM. Yeah, he's at the same spot for 23 years. And then before that, 15 with the Caps. Jesus. He has constantly been in work since 82. I know. That's longevity. That's 40 years. Yeah, next year, 40 years. Yeah. My God. That's amazing. I wish I had bosses who believed in me the way David Poyle's bosses believed in me. You know what? That is is really amazing for all the shit that we give David Poyle. It's amazing that, I mean, you have to be at least competent enough to stick around for 40 years of oh, doing it. He absolutely stuff. is. I mean, yeah, I like, I like, yeah, I like, you know, ribbing him as much as you guys do, but you got to admit, like you said, Johnny, I mean, yeah, he's he's more than reasonably competent. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. he has built a good team. The problem is though, is that he has in this business now, 
almost 40 years. And after a while, you know, that whole age thing starts catching up to you. And yeah. the game starts to pass you by a little bit, you know? The, the secret to longevity is mediocrity. See, <laughs> if you're too good, they expect a lot of results from you. If you're terrible in Crash and Burn, obviously, you don't last that long. So you got to fly right there in the middle, like that, That uh, you know, <laughs> like 30, every 36,000 mile. Boyle, like parks for a trading camp, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, wait, he's still here? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Just sort great. of blend in. Right. You see, you know where he went wrong, where it all went wrong, was they went the to the final. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, what, that's where got it all so much attention. The grand plan was going <laughs> great. And then and then they go to the final. He finally gets a taste of, of, of near success, and it just went right to his head, and he, and he yep. blew it all. But the expectations got too high. He traded Shea Weber for P.K. Subban, and then... Exactly. So he did that before they went to the That's final, true. dude. That's so true. The final. Yeah. he yeah. thought that was going to be an even up. It's like, well, Subban will bring a little bit of flash and dash in, but not not so much that we'll go to the Stanley Cup final. I mean, he never went to the Stanley Cup final <laughs> with the Canadians, so right. just right. enough excitement just, to keep drawing, just sell a few more, but yeah. not enough to raise expectations. Sell a few more jerseys. Yeah, yeah. and then everything just. When the more when we talk about this, I think he's a genius. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? The funny thing is, is if this show had any kind of fucking timing, uh, after Mark said something, you don't want to be great, you want you don't want to be bad, you want to be in the middle, I would have reminded people the 20th anniversary is coming up in a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key to longevity. Is <laughs> you want to get fucking people in to have under, their things in under the, the radar. Secret of our success. I mean, shit, if we would have been on real radio... Ten years ago, or however long ago, by the time we had a chance, when we had a chance, this show would have been, we would have ended like twelve years ago. <laughs> yeah, and I know that math doesn't check out, but come on, yeah, we wouldn't have gotten much farther than Mark's little league career. Yeah, that's right, and I spent twenty years in little league, so <laughs> I wish little league was something you had to test out of, and then if you, had, you get an eighteen-year-old playing with like ten-year-olds. And then well, he's, he still can't hit Johnny's 55 uh, mile per hour fastball. So I'm sorry, buddy. You guys say. <laughs> I go to college next year. <laughs> can't play ball there. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You haven't even made it to high school yet. <laughs> God. WWE Films is going to do that now. They're just going to listen to this and talk about our idea. Yep. Uh, Ugh. Starring The Miz. Um. <laughs> Lyle, let's talk about the Minnesota Wild. Sure. Um, just because, why not? Why not? Uh, Joel Erickson Eck, eight years, forty-two million. I don't know what to make of this deal. I don't know if I like it or hate it. Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't particularly like it. Scotty, it's going to be one of those deals that, if it pans out by the four-year mark, it's going to look phenomenal for the Wild. Yeah. If it doesn't. It, yeah, but I, like you said, to your point, it also has the potential it could blow up in Billy Garen's face. Um, so, it, I, look, I mean, he definitely he definitely finally had his breakout performance this season. I mean, the guy got selkie votes this year. He's one of the better two-way centers in the game right now. You know, a lot of people are like, he just came out of nowhere. And it's like, well, actually, no, like last season – He's, he was showing signs that he was blossoming into that solid two-way forward. So, um, 
and I get the whole idea of, of why by Garen's thinking of, of, yeah, lock this kid down for eight years and we get him at this. If he develops the way we, we hope, geez, this will be a bargain for us. So, yeah, uh, could go either way uh, for the Wilds sake. I hope it doesn't. He's, he's a very good young player. Tough as nails, too. My God, he was he was beaten up in that series against Vegas. Like they pounded the crap out of him and he just kept coming back for more. So, you know, uh, maybe that had something to do with it too as well. But uh, yeah, they could go either way. This, this is one, make a note on this one and we'll revisit it in about three or four years and we'll go. Yeah. Remember we talked about Eric's next contract. Well, boy, (laughs) did that one ever stink? (laughs) <laughs> or it'll be like, wow, that one worked out pretty good. Uh, for Billy Garen, it's amazing he got fired after year two. <laughs> the one I'm looking forward to is the Kaprizov one. I want to see what, what that comes to right now. What are we looking at now? The the yeah. thing for the Wild is that he is not susceptible to an offer sheet, so they Correct. they are in the driver's seat, as uh, someone would say. Yeah, they kind of sort of are, but the one card he has to play is he can go back to the KHL. He's only a year out of KHL. Now, he wants to stay in the NHL. He enjoys playing with Minnesota. I saw some people say, well, he's just trying to leverage his way out of Minnesota. No, he's enjoying himself there. He loves, you know, these teammates love him. He enjoys playing there. So this has nothing to do with, oh, he hates Minnesota and wants to get out of there. Um, The thing is, is... The wild, like Garen wants to do what what he did with uh, with Erickson Eck, wants to lock him up to an eight year deal, right? But the kid's twenty four, I believe. Yes, because he come in late, uh, and his camp is saying, "No, we'd like a three year deal to bring us up to free agency." So, smart. Uh, yeah, smart. very smart because if this kid turns into if his, if his rookie year is any uh, any indication, he is going to be a star, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, he gets up to to UFA eligibility in three years' time. He's going to be able to command a big pile of money, even a, even under a, a tight cap, even under a flat cap. Oh, I got a flat cap. Yeah, flat, 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 cap. flat cap. Flat cap. There we go. Flat cap. Um, I always have to try and work this in every show, Johnny. You know this. This would make the, this would make the bit work so. I think well. this is the longest running bit we've ever had. Got, hey, we'll ever since. We yeah. Better get used to that cap, Johnny, because we're going to be having it for another three years. Technically, at least, so. our show currently is the longest running bit we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. We are twenty, almost twenty years into this bit. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but Kaprizov anyway. Yeah, he's looking for three. Garen wanted to do eight. I think they're going to meet in the middle, maybe somewhere between maybe four or five year at the outside. You know, and. Uh, uh, I don't think he'll be the highest paid player on the team, but he's going to be up there. He's definitely going to be up there. Probably about in the six mil range. Six, six, five. I can definitely see that he gets that With much. The With the afro. With the afro. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely well, that's what I was taking in count of was, was the hair. But, uh, yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see how that shakes yeah, out. Two Fletch references in the same show. <laughs> nice. Um... Oh, yeah. So, Buffalo. So, Buffalo. Buffalo, first, Buffalo, Buffalo. First off, it looks like, are we at, are we finally at an end game for the Jack Eichel? My neck, my back, my something, <laughs> something, something. Um, um, are we at the end game now? Or is that right? can, we, can we almost get to an end game with this? Well, if, if we go by, if we go by all the well-respected pundits, yes. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, 
I still keep saying, you know, yeah, if he was healthy, there'd be no question. There'd be no question. He's getting traded. It's going to happen. But it, again, it's this whole thing of, of where he stands with his injury. And there are teams that expressed interest and dropped interest because they aren't, they, you know, they, they're not willing to risk a big pile of assets for a guy who has, a, a, you know, what could be a lingering injury that could significantly affect his performance. You know, I mean, the, the Columbus Blue Jackets looked into it. And no, they are not hot to trot for this guy. And Columbus would be a perfect destination for him. It would be because they, they, they're they crying out for a, a number one center and a superstar to boot, you know. And so, God, yeah, he'd be perfect to go there. And I don't think he'd have any problem with it. Not like he, not like he would have any say because he doesn't have any no trade protection this year. So he goes where they send him and you suck it up, buttercup. But no. <laughs> but the Jackets looked into it and said no. The Wild looked into it and they, you know, Bill Guerin doesn't want to doesn't want to mortgage the future. He's finally got that pipeline uh, of prospects rebuilt uh, in Minnesota, and he he, he doesn't want to mortgage because because the Sabers are looking for apparently they're looking for at least four assets that would be the equivalent of first rounders. In other words, high first round pick or top prospect that you have in your system who would be the equivalent of a first rounder or a young NHL ready player who bang, you know, ready to jump in and be an impact player. That's what they're looking for. And that's the price right now that is kind of, everybody's just kind of going, ah, no, you bring that down a bit and we'll talk. So good on him. They should ask for that. Oh, absolutely. I don't listen. I don't fault Kevin Adams for asking for setting a high asking price. This is one of the, when he's healthy, this is one of the best players in the league. So, of course, you're going to want a solid return back. But, and again, if he was healthy, they'd get it. There would be teams that would happily line up to pay that price to get Jack Eichel at this stage in his career right now. But that neck injury, mm. so, but there are teams that, yeah, like the Rangers are interested, apparently. The Flyers are looking into it. There are teams that are looking into it. Um, the Kings keep get, keep, the King keep getting mentioned, but I really don't think they're going that way. You see that Arvidsson trade, and that lines right up with what uh, you know. John Hoven was saying uh, saying to me about three weeks ago that no, the Kings are looking for they want two top six forwards, late twenties with two or three years left on their contracts. They want these guys to be transitional players who can buy them time, so their younger players that they have in their system now can develop and be ready to go. <laughs> that is not Jack Eichel, not by a long shot. That is Victor Arvidsson. They they were looking for two. They got one already. There's another one coming, and it's not going to be Jack Eichel. So I don't know why the Kings keep getting linked to him, but there it is. It sounds like a great business opportunity to create like a Tinder type app for GMs, right? <laughs> I want I want like between three and four mil left on the contract. Maybe you know one to two years. Definitely age group is important to me. It's so called it sounds- friendly. It yeah. sounds like a premium cap friendly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Like, this yeah. is the That's one where you have to pay extra. cap friendly yeah. that the rest yeah. of us plebes don't know about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And is... if you match, you can start contract negotiations. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to start. Wait a minute. What's this? Oh, but he's got a neck injury. Swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> it's got injury history on it. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Just <laughs> palm shoulder, rut row. 
Oh, <laughs> and that would be the noise that comes up too. You could put that out of it. Bum shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. Um, and then Kevin Adams uh, doesn't mention Jack Eichel when he talks about the young core for rebuilding. You got Erasmus Dahlin, you got the Dylan Cousins, you got the Casey Middlestead. Um, I don't know if that's a shot or if that's just happenstance. You know, one of those things. It's just, eh. He just forgot well, I, to mention them. I, I think he ran out of all his sponsors. He just I, forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where his position actually is. I think he, he, he is genuinely looking to move him, you know. Um, but again, if somebody pays the asking price. If, if, when he, if and when he does get moved, oh, I am going to be so looking forward to seeing what it is they get back. Mm-hmm. Because... <laughs> Uh, let's let's see if he can break that uh, that you know that he has better luck than his predecessor had when he traded uh, Ryan O'Reilly to uh, to St. Louis three years right. ago. <laughs> Howdy. Whew. I mean, we all know that he that the Sabers are not going to get what they want. No, they're going to um, have to come down. A bit will it be that much less than what they actually want at the end of the day, or will it be close? You know, because there's going to be a point where. I mean, Eichel starts making more noise, I guess, than he currently is. Because I feel like he's made some noise, but then you haven't really heard from him recently, right? Like, he's kind of, like, backed off from that, like, exit interview thing. He's he's letting Adams gauge the trade market. I I think, honestly, that they've met. We haven't, and of course, we'll find out about it after the trade. They've met. They've talked. He said he wants out. That's the end of it. He's done with this. And so it's going to be okay. Kevin Adams will find the best deal he can yeah. and move him then. And then we'll all, it'll all come out in the wash after the deal's been done. Um, I'll tell you, though, the one thing that is non-negotiable is you're not, you're not getting Eichel without throwing in a pick that a, a high draft pick. Has to be in that deal. The reason why is they're looking at William Eklund. Not, not the hockey buzz Eklund, E6. but the, the really good – the really good Eklund from Sweden who won the E.J. Maguire Award this week. Um, and uh, it was Lance, Lance Lazowski of the Buffalo News was saying that they ranked, the Sabres ranked Eklund higher than any other forward in this draft. No. And he said that's something to look, to keep an eye on if they get another pick in the top 10. Because the consensus seems to be right now that they're going to go for uh, Owen Power with the first overall. Uh-huh. That could change, though. If they did get two picks in the first round, and if they're not really sold on Owen Power and they've got their eye on somebody else, you grab Eklund with the first round, first overall, and then you could go down the list afterwards to see what else you want that would be. Because Eklund seems to be the forward that the guy they, they're really high on right now. So it is Eklund, I mean, I, or any of these kids coming up. I mean, even Owen Power said, I think I'm going to go back to Michigan. Um, is Eklund going? Are I guess are the Sabers betting that Eklund's coming over? Maybe not next year, but the season after. I or, think so. Okay, I think. I they hope might even right hope to the... get a good look at him in training camp this year too, and see how he adjusts. <laughs> you know, whereas with Owen Power, you know, he it's pointless to invite him to training camp because he's gonna be he's gonna be back in university. So yeah. he's not the only one. Was it who's the other Ben Benier? Uh, Bernie's, yeah, I know. Bernie's, sorry, yeah, Eddie Bernie's, yeah, yeah. He's the saying the same guy. thing. Well, I think I think what really messed them up is the fact that they couldn't play for a national title because of COVID, because they yeah. were supposed to play right. You uh, uh, Duluth, and then they came down with COVID hours before game time. Yeah, yeah. 
as the kids say, they were trying to run it back. Yeah. So I think that that's something that they're. I don't with. blame them if they want to do that. I mean, hell, if you get them, you're going to, if you select them, you're going to get a, an excellent player and you'll have them within a year. And quite frankly, it'd probably be better off if they go back for university and play university hockey for another year anyway. A little more seasoning before you make the jump to the bigs. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. You have to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're the Seattle Kraken, Lyle, you're, you're Ron Francis. Oh, sorry, Ryan. You're Francis. Ron Francis. Let, let me let me let me be let me Ryan, Ron Francis. <laughs> let me be bland. Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, what do you like when you're uh, what do you like when you're toast? I like dry white toast. See, the answer there was what's toast. <laughs> you can't, we're not. There you go. I can't yeah. be Ron Francis. You can't. You I, can't. I, I, I got the question wrong. Sorry. If you're bland, cooking bread twice. The second time is just too fancy. You just you know, only once. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Anyway, so you're you're Canadian Ron Francis. I think he's Canadian, too. But anyway, the point is this. Um, You have been given the green light. Spend to that cap if you want to, dog. What's what does Ronnie Francis do with all this new money? Does he go? The, does he go the mark with the C route? Pick a lot of shitty guys in uh, and be twenty four million dollars under the cap after the expansion draft. <laughs> And then go hog wild in free agency. Yeah. Well, you know what? What do we do with that? Like, is he gonna is he gonna spend to the cap? I guess is the question. I think he'll spend to the cap if he needs to. The problem is, is that the only I was just gonna say the only the only flaw in what otherwise sounds like a really good plan about like you were saying draft is you know you know try to come in and leave yourself as much cap space as possible so you can be active in the free agent market. You gotta find people who want to come to Seattle. And that's not a guarantee in the in the unrestricted free agent market. You know, is Dougie yeah. Hamilton, does he want to go to Seattle to a rebuilding team when he's just come teams. off a team that is oh, no. looks at itself as a cup contender? How is no. Seattle rebuilding? They haven't even built yet. <laughs> Building. Sorry. I'm so used to saying rebuilding. I know. I'm so used to saying rebuilding. But seriously. It's, it's a 100-year-old it's a rebuild. Yeah, exactly. There you, thank you. Thank you, Scotty. Yeah, you just saved my bacon there, son. That's exactly what it is. 100-year-old rebuild. But uh, no, but but seriously, if you know, if you're a top unrestricted free agent, you're, you, you've been playing on teams that are contending for the Stanley Cup. Why would you want to go? To an expansion team, if you what it, you think Lightning's going to strike twice and they're going to end up being well, like the, the Golden Knights? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but no. But do you think that the Golden Knights? It's going to be Golden Knights all over again. I mean, that that's not a given. No, that's not a certainty. So that's a tough sell. That would be a tough sell. So, so I do have a question because we didn't talk about it last week at all. We just kind of went through our teams some. Sure. Uh, if TJ Oshie goes to Ted Leonsis or Brian McClellan and says, I'd like that I'd like to be left unprotected. I want to play in Seattle. I want to be their first captain. Do you think that the Washington Capitals are just like, yeah, let's figure this out? Or I mean, is there like a trade that is involved in that situation? Well, I'm pretty sure that so if if it's TJ Oshie. He doesn't necessarily want to screw the caps over. And by the way, he has mentioned that he wants to keep his family in D.C. So right. this right. is a hypo- this is a hypothetical conversation. It is. But I mean, the I only feel- reason I bring it up is because everybody's talked about T.J. Yoshi going to Seattle. Right now, he's not. But yeah. but I but I feel like he would do his best to keep it to to keep it a private conversation <laughs> to see if the caps can get something back for that. Yeah, yeah. Because you're right. 
this is one of those instances where, you know, he's he's very highly thought of on the team. He he obviously loves playing for the Capitals. He if, if as you said, if a hypothetical situation came up that changed his way of thinking and he's like, no, I, I, I want to go to Seattle for for because I need to drink the water. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> don't drink the water. That's what Dave Matthews taught us. of the soothing waters of Puget Sound. Mm. Um no, if, if that came up, yeah, you're right. I think it would be a trade. It wouldn't just leave him exposed. They, they would contact the, the Kraken and say, you know, let look, you, we'll trade him to you, you know, um, or we can work something out where you take him and you send us, you know, a, a couple of draft picks or something. You know, that's assuming that the Kraken or, yeah, that Ron Francis would be like, oh, yeah, yes, TJ Oshie, yes, please, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like I said, if, if, if you've got an extra cap space to burn and, and you're the crack and you're working the trade market hard. I mean, if you, you'll see what you can get through free agency, you probably get like depth guys, character players, that sort of thing. But if you're looking to try and get something good, you, you're working that trade market hard. You're going to see what you can come up, what you can get through that, you know. Maybe you can work something out with a cap strap team that's looking to shed a salary. Maybe you're looking at like leading up the expansion draft and there's like, look, we don't want you to take this guy. But, you know, if we send you, you know, a, a second round pick, would you take this guy? You know, so that that I think is 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 how he would go um, if he had that extra money to spend. Okay. So <clears throat> here's 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 the thing. Here's what I got. Hairbrains uh, time. Hairbrained scheme with Scotty Waz time. Hey, bring it on. All right. So I think we say the consensus was Carl Hagelin maybe going or uh, who did Sean I, Lake pick? I can't remember. I didn't. Ha- I don't know. I just. I think something. I had a Van Reemstake, which you yeah. all left at, which, which is understandable. Yes. <laughs> which was understandable. Which I understand when you look about it. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's just say Carl Hagelin gets picked by the Kraken. Okay, it's two seven five off the bat. Okay. Carl okay. Hagelin gets picked Carl up. Carl done. We're out of here. Yeah. Evgeny Kuznetsov Ooh. somehow Ooh. gets traded to Chicago. Don't fucking don't ask why. Why ask why? Try bud. <laughs> I okay. No, no. You're you're. This is a hair. I forgot. Yeah. You said at the start. You preface this by saying it's a hairbrain scheme. So it's I put my hand down. Hairbrain. Well, Evgeny Kuznetsov go. All right. He goes somewhere. I don't know where the he, one of the other. Uh, 17 teams that he doesn't have a no-trade clause with. Somewhere. I don't know who the fuck's going to take him. Somewhere. Um, TJ Oshie, they go in private. They trade him to the Kraken before the draft for the Kraken's first-round pick. Caps don't have a first-round pick. No, no. You're not getting the Kraken's first-round pick. I don't think <laughs> for TJ Oshie? Ron Francis is high as a kite because that shit's legal. <laughs> he would have to be. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be. Oh my god! Remember a lot of breweries there as well. Yeah, yeah, Zach. yeah, a lot of breweries. So it gets the first round pick. Uh-huh. <laughs> they trade the first round pick and Nick Dowd to Buffalo for Jack Eichel. We fucking got ourselves <laughs> sign Ovi again. It's gonna be fantastic, man. Yeah, this is a. That was like a four-team deal, too. Oof. I appreciate right. it. That was a hairbrain. A lot of moving parts. <laughs> Lots of moving wow. parts. I wow. like it, though. I'm in. 
<laughs> as long as Barrett Jackman's involved somehow, I, I'm game. Obviously, Mark. Um, I'll, watch, I'll watch this movie when is it being produced. Who's <laughs> <laughs> going to put this one out? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. All right. Well, there you go. There's my hair, hair brain scheme of the week. <laughs> Scotty's hair brain trade scheme. <laughs> Jack Eichel somehow. Of the, of the week. Yeah. Old week. <laughs> Of getting whose nets off the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, like I said, guys, you know, a couple months ago when <laughs> I was asked, hey, can, can, how about uh, how about you do uh, you know five potential trade destinations for for getting whose nets off? <laughs> like, oh my Jesus, you talk about a challenge. Good lord. Yeah. Oof. Well, it's not saying it kid it couldn't happen, but. I just can't see a team that would. It's like you gotta, you gotta have a GM who really believes that he can turn this guy around and can clean, get him to clean up his act. Mark, so I was gonna say, what happens first? Does Kuznetsov find a new NHL team, or does does Kuznetsov go back to Russia? He can't. He's still, he's still in an NHL contract. Yeah. Well, I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Does is he does he stay with the Capitals until the contract's over and then go back to Russia, or does he find a new team in the NHL? That's the problem. If you want to find, if he wants he to find a new to team, he has to clean up his act. Because not again, not saying he doesn't it's not have to possible, clean up his act in Russia. Who the hell's going to take him? Yeah. Who the hell's going to take a guy? That's with the fun of this game, Lyle. We're trying to decide whether a team is going to take him based on his. It's checkered past, or if I he's gonna have to get deported back I to Russia first. Skate Petersburg. Can they clean him up in the next four years, make him a presentable boy, and then, or he yes. Goes, well, if he plays point. in the NHL for four more years, his international ban will be finished, and then he can play for Russia. <laughs> yep, yeah. that, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Good reminder there, Johnny. Yeah, that's right. Full he's, international ban. So he's twenty nine years old. He's got, he's got, he's got possible talent. We don't know, hidden somewhere. Where does he go? Like I'm looking at any team, and he would not fit any mold I know. anywhere. It's, it's the thing is, is like if he just, like I said, he just gets <laughs> gets the help that he needs, he could get right back to being that you know solid first line center. I mean, come on, this is a guy that, that led your team. In playoff scoring, he led yeah. the playoffs in score that year. Yeah. He Unless he was just really, so- really good because he was on drugs. <laughs> no, I don't believe the drugs had anything to do with that. <laughs> drugs came later. Uh, yeah, but I got uh, it. I got no. it. I got it. Okay. Ottawa. Okay. Ottawa. Put him on a line with Bobby Ryan. Probably, probably not. Well, Bobby Ryan's in Detroit now. Oh dang! All right, uh, let's go to Detroit. He's already he already knows Jacob Rana. Both those teams are on his no trade list. Yeah, big time, <laughs> big time. Well, well, come on. You see how difficult this is, Mark. <laughs> Telling you, buddy. See, and and I had a. <clears throat> and speaking of being politically correct, I'm about to probably not be politically correct. Oh, but we could have had a rehab line. Jesus fucking Christ! Was that not? You're not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if we're naming lines, everybody loves Columbus? to name lines. Columbus? No, no, Columbus? no. Columbus. Columbus, Columbus is probably needs that center. If they didn't get, they didn't get Jack Eichel. Maybe they get desperate. They think, well, if we put him up with uh, Patrick Liney, that would be like, you know, in a way, like that would be like him playing alongside Ovechkin. May I? May, may sure. I? You? Oh, absolutely. You may. Yeah. May I? I'm just a guest. <laughs> well, you're like, yeah. I'm like, 
Yeah, I, well, I, <laughs> I'm the host guest that wouldn't leave. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah. why? 19 years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, possibly far-fetched, but down the middle. <clears throat> San Jose. Got to make the dollars work, though. They they're yep. hurt cap wise right now. Pumping they're they got uh, ten unless million. you can unless you do a swap of troublemaker for troublemaker. Him for Kane. Yeah, yeah. That money works. That money would work. But mm. where does he go? Because he's le- left winger. Hey, he's not a center. Oh, you already got your top line left winger there again with Obi. Traded so. back to Buffalo. <laughs> For Jack Eichel. <laughs> <laughs> only, only what teensy problem with that? He has a three-team trade list, so you'd have to convince him to wave to come to Washington. That deal's fucking genius. Yeah, a three-team trade list. There's three teams you will accept getting traded to. For some reason, hmm, they're all on the West Coast, and none of them are in Canada. <laughs> wow, odd how that happens. Yeah, they're all in the yeah. So, man, yep. just saying he got, like, the, he got the same deal that they gave Brent Burns. Yeah. Three team, three team trade list. And, uh, you know, where is he going to go? Um, OK, uh, let's see. Anaheim, Los Angeles, uh, hmm, Vegas. <laughs> yeah. so I, have a, I have a dumb question oh, just because dumb question. I just thought of this. Contracts were already created, right? Sure before were. the Kraken showed up. So yep. if you had a trade list that, or you had a, a destination list that said, I won't be traded to these teams, the Kraken isn't on that list. They re, they revisit them, I think. Yeah. yeah. Do they, they yeah. have to go back through the yeah. contract? You, you don't get around it on a technicat. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't get around it like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, every year they have to submit. <laughs> if, if you have a partial no trade, every year the player, upon request, must provide a list of teams he will not be traded to. That's the way the modified no trades work. And I'm sure that's that's after exit interviews. Be like, hey, oh, by the way, give me your uh, 10 teams on the desk before you leave. Uh, Unless you pull a Dion Phaneuf and you're so confident that your team will not trade you to Ottawa that you leave Ottawa off the list they trade you to Ottawa. (laughs) That's how we wound up in Ottawa. You're not going to send me... I'm where? Yeah, that, that's how that... That's that's why he went there. He he left Ottawa off the list because he thought... (laughs) Toronto and Ottawa are mortal enemies. They never trade with each other. I don't have to worry about that. And boom, he got shipped off. He might have just he might have just been trying to think through the teams though and just forgot about the senators. No, no, no. He he honestly <laughs> forgot. Seriously. Seriously. He honestly forgot he, he honestly didn't put them on the list because he really didn't believe that Toronto would ever trade him there. That's good. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. He outsmarted himself. <laughs> you played no, yourself. Play yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I just, wish, I just wish we knew the teams that this uh, these no trade clauses were for. Oh my god, so much fun! It'd be so much fun. Well, and do they have to announce them or no? Or do know. they do they not announce them? It's all it's all secretive. Yeah, you you don't find out. The only reason we found. <laughs> We found out. Let, let, let's just say the PEI pipeline burns very strong here. And since he lives here, in the, well, he lives here almost year round now. Now that he's not playing anymore, but he lived. He, he always lived here in the off season. And uh, well, <laughs> okay, Doug McLean knew. Okay, <laughs> sure. The mayor of PEI. The mayor of the hockey mayor of PEI. The premier. 
So yeah, that's that's he he knew it's like yeah. Um, <laughs> so whoops. Oopsie poopsie. Well, because everybody wondered, wait a minute, he's got a personal no trade clause. How in the hell did he wind up going to Ottawa? <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, didn't listen, you trade me there. <laughs> fun, funny story, guys. Funny. <laughs> you know, I was out there, I was watching 24, and I'm like, hey, how's Dion doing? <laughs> yeah. And then I just, next thing you know, here we are. Here we are. Uh, Terry, what? Is that an Alicia Cuthbert reference? Sure is, buddy. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> you could have gone with Girl Next Door, but you went with 24. Of course you did. Why wouldn't I? And that rhymes. Congratulations. You did it. I know. All right. Anything else, Lyle, that we may have uh, missed or forgotten? No, I think I think we pretty much covered all the fun and games for, for this past week. Everything's going, Lyle. <laughs> how's that? How's the, uh, how's the feeling right now, currently? It is what it is, man. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. It'll be what it's going to be. You know? It, yeah, like I said, they've been on a hell of a run. They've been mm-hmm. on a hell of a run. And if it's over, it was a hell of a run. They went further than anybody expected. So, True story. I can live with that. As I told you at the start of this thing, my Stanley Cup was going to be them beating Toronto. So, there you go. And you've already won. There's our thing. We've already won. So, there we are. Don't see yeah. Um... How like honestly, you you have the you have the inside track because you live in Canada. That wasn't thirty five hundred people. Like even metric wise, <laughs> <laughs> wink wink thirty five hundred yeah. people. Wink yeah. Sure. The yeah. Bell Center the Bell Center staff just didn't give a fuck anymore and just let start letting people in. Yeah. As the game went on, <laughs> more and more people started to migrate in. Yeah. At least uh, they didn't get swept. That's you know. Yeah, that, I think that's good. That's a, actually a, a plus. In all this, yeah, when you look at it, so yeah, and then there you go. All right, let's do this team because I want to, I don't I don't care about anything in life anymore. <laughs> so, oh, this is, oh no, we already did that game, did we? No, we did. I don't know if we fucking did. I don't eh, remember cares? anyway. Yeah, exactly. Let's go with uh, this game. No, this game. Uh, pick a number one through 31. Lyle. 31. All right. <laughs> uh, 17. Uh, John. 22. All right, 22, I think, is the median. I didn't do math that much <laughs> in uh, life. So, wow, did this, no, did this team not play? Oh, there we go, on the 22nd. Oh, thank God. We're going to uh, January 22nd, 1993. Wow. We're going to the Odd in Buffalo, New York. Beautiful. And we are watching the Buffalo Sabres take on the Quebec Nordique. Oh, wow. So that is your... Fuck you. That might not be too bad. As we have uh, 18 skaters aside, two goalies in this game. Buffalo won 6-2. to two, So I'm surprised Ooh. there's two goalies used in this game. But what can you do? Well, we'll start off with you. What do you got? Okay, go with the Nordique. I'll start with Joe Sackick. There it is on the board, Joe Sackhawk. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> That's actually his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny P, you're up. Um, Alexander McGillney. McGillney on the board. Oh, yeah. He had two goals this game. By the way, this is before the deadline. Before the deadline. <laughs> before the deadline. Mark, thank you. 
Pat LaFontaine. Pat LaFontaine's on that board. <clears throat> Delisle. Sticking with the Nordique, uh, Matt Sundin. Matt Sundin on that board. He had him and Sackick had the only goals for the Nordique. Ah. To Johnny. Um. Uh. Grant Fear. No Grant Fear. Sorry. Mm. Sorry. Mark. Alexei Zitnik. Alexei Zitnik. Sorry. Uh, Good idea, though. Like Alexa that. responded. <laughs> she said she wasn't sure about that, which, you know. Yeah, I, I don't blame her. Uh, Lyle. Owen Nolan. Owen Nolan on the board. 14 minutes in penalties. Dork, the, the Nordiques had a stacked team that year. They yeah, really great, did. And a great team. He yeah. wasn't as good as Owen Gold, though. Owen yeah. Gold had a, has has been fantastic this year at the Euros. Uh, <laughs> Owen Gold is just running away. Gianni? Um, Stefan Fisse? Sorry, no Stefan Fisse in this one. Damn it. Mark? Who would have been the Sabres goalie if not Grant Fuhr? Um, I mean, Hasek would have been in Chicago here. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with a Lubomir Visnowski. So, no. I know. I just I didn't want to hold up the game. That's fine. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, sticking with the Nordique again. Um, Mike Ricci. Mike Ricci's on the board. Wow. Denver's sexiest man. Yeah. yeah. 1996. Johnny? Um, Michael Pekka? Michael Pekka. Good choice. Not there. Uh, I believe he was in the uh, Vancouver organization at that time. Yeah, that's right. He would have been. That's right. That's where he started was Vancouver, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Mark? Baba Senza? Sorry. No Baba Senza. Good mm. pick, though. Mm. He played for the Jets. Played he for played a for a lot of people. <laughs> he got around. He was just a mercenary backup. Mm-hmm. Lyle? Um, Chris Simon? Sorry. No Chris <sighs> Oh, that was a good one, though. Mm. That was good. I think uh, you're just maybe a tick too early. Yep. I think you're right. Yep. He was well, close to when they moved. <laughs> He's not there. <laughs> yeah. Um, John? Uh, Stefan Priesbois? Oh, not there. Sorry. Mm. To Mark. Rob Ray. Ooh. On the board, Rob nice. Ray. Nice. There you there go. Who wants to know? Who wants to know? <laughs> uh, Lyle. Um, hmm. Adam Foote. Adam Foote's on the board. Oof. Step above. Uh, All here with Nordiques. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Johnny? Um, um, I don't think this person is this old, but for some reason, Robin Regeer came into my head. Sorry, no Robin Regeer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I don't think this person exists. But... <laughs> <laughs> Owen Goal? <laughs> Owen Goal. Uh, Mark? With the umlaut. Mm-hmm. 
Obviously. Over over the O in goal. There has to be a, a Lubomir or an Oleg or something on one of these teams. <laughs> I'll go Oleg Tevardoski. Uh, sorry. Damn. It would have been Jets, the other team that moved from Canada. Lyle? Uh, mm. Six to two was the final. Um, God. God, uh, either of these teams. <laughs> nope. Uh, Martin Ruchinski? On the board, Martin Ruchinski. No way! Wow. It was a minus I'm one. trying to remember abs now because I've run into a wall trying to remember what yeah. Nordiques were. So it's like, okay, what abs were there in 95, 96? Okay. Uh, Jim Rivnack? No Jim Rivnack, but points for thoughts. Thoughts Damn and prayers. T's and P's. Mark? Alex Tange. Sorry, no Alex <laughs> <laughs> Almost. A little early. Lyle? Um, uh, Ron Hextall? Ron Hextall's on the board. Oh, oh there wow. Ron Hextall. Uh, he, had, uh, he had a 10-minute uh, misconduct. <laughs> of course he did. He's Ron Hextall. <laughs> yeah. So. Wow. Okay. Johnny. Um, I don't know who the Sabres goalie would be. Sorry. It's okay, but. <laughs> Um. So, uh, damn, that sucks. That I don't know who the Sabres goalie is. Um. Uh. Ken Clee. No, Ken Clee. Sorry. Mark. Um. Ah, Tone Loke. No, Chris Cross. No, Chris died. Damn it. What? Chris, did you hear that? Chris died of Chris Cross. Passed away. I thought he was already dead. No, well, I heard I heard he passed away today. Oh. Uh, I honestly, uh, let's see here. I'll 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 just pick somebody. Bob Beers. Bob Beers. Not on the board, sorry. Oh, it's a good try though. Good try. Yeah. I like it. Um Actually, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. What? What's happened? You no. said hold on. Oh, yeah. No, so what, so one, of, one of the Chris Cost kids died in 2013. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the other one just passed away today. Oh. So wow. Cross died first. Uh, well, <laughs> you know. No, the Mac Daddy passed the Mac. away. Oh, well, now the yeah. Daddy Mac apparently has passed away. Yeah, he'll make you jump. jump. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's your turn. Uh, okay, I can't think of any more Nordiques, so I'm going to jump over onto the Sabres train here. Um, was Dale Howachuk mentioned? He was not. Is that your answer? Yes. And it's on the board. All right. Look at you go. There you yes. go. Nice. Um, Johnny? Um, damn it. I had somebody that I was thinking of, and he gone. Um, uh, Joey Juno. Sorry, no, Joey, you know. I'm just thinking of French players now. That's fine. Mark has 
passed, I believe, unless he is. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm still here. I haven't passed. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear my little tidbit for crisscross? Uh, yeah, so the Daddy Mac, but not the Mac Daddy. No, the Mac Daddy died in 2013. Okay. So they're both. Okay. Well, that's very, very sad. That is actually kind of sad now. Way to, way to bring the uh, shirt in. <sighs> what can I do? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, is it my turn? Yes, yeah, it is. I was about to guess for, uh, you know, Chris Drury. Ooh, Chris Drury. Good pick. Not on the board, but good pick. Uh, let's go with the uh, the good old uh, last call with uh, Katie Nolan. Oh. <laughs> okay, was uh, has Brad May been mentioned? Brad May has not been mentioned. Is that your answer? And I will go with Brad May on the board. May Day. May Day. Um, Johnny. Um. Uh. Yeah, I, I just don't. Uh, I don't have anybody anymore. I don't think. It's, right. uh Who could have been a Sabres goalie? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no, um, Jeff Hackett. Sorry, no Jeff Hackett. That's good. It's good. I like it. Mark. <laughs> Uh, I'll go. Oh, uh, mm, no, that's too early for that guy. Uh, Sabres Goldie. Yeah, no, I was going to say David Abisher, but he would have been on the Nordiques, not the Sabres. So I'm going to go with. And the Nordiques goalie was already picked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with nothing. Let's just see who's on the team. Actually, that was the Sabres goal. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> uh, a headline I'm looking up here just to see if. What did you say? I don't give a darn. Oh, that's our shortstop. <laughs> uh, a great headline. Jermaine Dupree regrets letting TLC go to focus solely on crisscross. That's probably a big uh, blunder on his part. For the Nordiques, Gino Cavallini, Steve uh. Duchesne, Steve Finn. Foot was mentioned. Alexei Gusarov, Mike Huff. Wrong Alexei. Yeah. Mike Huff, Kerry Huffman, Tim Hunter. <laughs> uh, Andre Kovalev. And a Huff and a Huffman? A Huff yeah. and Huffman. Claude Lapointe. Curtis Lecision. Nolan was mentioned. Pier- Scott Pearson. Ricci Ruszynski. Uh, Sakic Sundin was mentioned. Scott Young. And Ron Hextall and Nett. For the Sabres, Dave Andrichuk. Hmm. Uh, mm. Doug Bodger, uh, Bob Corkum, Cord Donnelly, Howard Chuck was mentioned. Yuri Himalev, Yuri Himalev. Yep, that 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 fits the Oleg's and the. Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, a, yeah. Yuri, a Yuri would be allowed in that club. Yep. Lafontaine was mentioned. Grant uh, Lassard, uh, Brad May was mentioned. McGillney was mentioned. Colin Patterson, Wayne Priestley, Mike Ramsey, Ray was mentioned. Uh, Richard Schmelick. Mm. Kent Sutton, Bob Sweeney, Randy Wood, and Annette. When you think about Buffalo Sabres goaltenders, you think about Buffalo Sabres goaltenders, you obviously think Tom Draper. Tom <laughs> Draper was. I love him in Mad Men. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, now my God. So, wow. <laughs> you can go full circle with this. Yeah. Yeah. You did it. 
Well, that's that's all. That's, we Todd saw. Draper, what the hell? Right. <laughs> Good for him. Good for yeah. him. This game show. Lyle, enjoy the rest of the uh, the playoff. The next time we speak, there will be a Stanley Cup champion because yes, this be. game is on Sunday. And it'll be uh, next week. I think we'll be a week out from expansion draft time. So. We will. It's gonna Ooh. be. It's gonna be Dog's there. Coming fast and furious. Oh Nine. yeah. It's, it's all about fun. family. Family, because it's Fast and Furious. Family. Yeah. I did. I did appreciate all those shitty memes. I did. I loved all the shitty memes that started getting passed around Instagram. Yeah. They were fantastic. Hey, uh, uh, Johnny. Just so you know, there is a uh, a replica helmet for Chase Elliott available for pre-order. Oh, all right. It just walk around my house with it on. <laughs> Why not? It's work, brother. Take pictures of yourself doing. Like that. go to a bar. Yeah, did replica Chase Elliott. Does it come with a mirrored lens? Because that's yes, it does. Oh my god, lens and the air hose on the top. Oh, this is this is getting better and better. (laughs) I mean, why wouldn't I have one? Exactly, Lyle. Thanks for joining us. We will talk to you next week. Talk to you next week, guys. Take care. Bye. There goes Lyle Richardson. He's having a fun time. He's uh, he's from SpectresHockey.net. He is from uh, he is from other things. Go to at SpectresHockey to find out what other things. He writes a lot now. Yeah, we'll go to shout-outs now with Johnny P. Um, I got a shout-out to Ryan Ellis. Uh, it was cool. Uh, the uh, the race, you know, is what it is. Like the human said. race. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was great. Um, I did find an article about how uh, Ryan Ellis, the racer, asked for a trade out of Nashville. So that was fantastic. <laughs> Um, I will give a shout out to Mark who had a birthday. Yeah. Uh, nice job. Way to make it another year. Yeah. Um, I had myself on the back for that one. And uh, yeah, I yeah. I give a shout out to all the sports. Every sports, one of them. Sports, sports. Um, Mark. Shout out to uh, the Euro finals on Sunday. Uh, Denmark up. cost me about 50 bucks today because they couldn't hold on to a one goal lead. Yeah. Fucking Denmark. Bastards. Uh, so now it's up to Italy to beat England on Sunday. So um, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, uh, hmm. Shout out to Totally Tubular. It's a really good beer out of a brewery called uh, Arono? 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 Something like that. I don't know. It's out of New England somewhere. Uh, so shout out. It's good beer. And uh, I guess that's all I got. All right. Shout out to uh, Ryan Ellis. Good times, not the finish we wanted, but hey, it is what it is. Pre-orders coming soon, hopefully by next week. Um, this to having a replica helmet that is marked not for wear. I saw that. It not looks nice cool. though. It looks pretty sick. They have I mean, a. They're still gonna wear it, right? But they're probably saying, "Is this is not a helmet that you can drive in?" <laughs> yes, you can't race in this helmet. Um. Yeah, shout out to uh, Circle B Diecast. Uh, it'd be great. It'd be great. Be like, I'm gonna wear it anyway. Fuck you. Why I mean, do you have to bring it on the show? Why? I mean, if I got it, I would just wear it on the show. 
Why do you put full padding inside if you don't want me to wear it? I know. I did see that as well. It was like full padding, not intended for wear. Well, you're sending me mixed signals. Exactly. I want to get on all, all on this. Anyway, um, shout out to new gigs. Shout out to new office. Not the office. My office. It's going to be great. And a diss to the radio station pumping transmissions of God through my ear. And I start sounding start sounding like Joan of Arc hearing all these voices about God. It's gonna be weird. Anyway, for Johnny P. Mark with the CM Scotty Was, take care of yourself and someone else has been Face Off Hockey Show. Part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction is actually the namesake. How about that? Catch us on all the podcatchers, Google, Apple, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, and all the places all above, including tune in. You can go to our websites, our social media websites. That's it. Facebook.com slash FOHS radio, Twitter.com slash FOHS radio, Instagram.com slash FOHS radio, maybe a store.com slash FOHS radio. Who's to say? And of course, Patreon.com slash face off hockey show. Your money goes to our show. Huzzah. So that's it. We will talk to you guys next week. We'll have a Stanley Cup champion and we'll be closer and closer to the new Kraken team. Let's get Kraken on that. That was bad. Let's end on that one. Let's end on that one. Here we go. Peace. Peace.